Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Anime Boomer Podcast. I'm your host, Gator, the guy that presses the buttons, keeps the stream from completely shitting the bed, which happens very often. You already know my co-host, Spooky Weep Trash. How you doing this week, Spooky? Hello, it's your Doomer Coomer over here, here ready to doom and most importantly, ready to cry in my bed. <laughs> cry after watching your exhaustive lists of uh, tentacle hentai? Yeah, after I coom, yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck have I brought myself to my life to this, at this point? But yeah, hey, what's up, everybody? Early morning stream. Yeah, it's, All it's right. very, I guess it's if you're watching the stream live. This... Yeah, it's very rare for us to be up this early doing shit. It's, it's... But you know, there's a very special guest who happens to be literally halfway across the planet, uh, like, I don't know, burning palette or something. You know him as Encyclopedia Dramatica and YouTube's <laughs> own Easy Peasy. How you doing, Easy Peasy? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am mentally ill. <laughs> and That's I have my gone. intro. <laughs> uh. That's my intro. Okay, so anyways, just before the, the show started, we were talking in the green room, and I'm just going to continue my story from there. Uh, just like this stream, I used to have a stream. Well, I, uh, just, I still have it, but I haven't done an episode with my friend for a while. And uh, Gator here was lamenting the fact that there are just not enough paranoid schizophrenics on the internet. Isn't that right, Gator? That's, that uh, is true. Said, I, I love watching them as they go. They're, they're wonderful. But listen, let me tell you, there is a goldmine of just perfect, insane uh, paranoid schizophrenics on Twitter. And it's, they're not difficult to find. Just need to know how to look. So me and my co-host, Viz, each have our own system. Now, what Viz does is she goes to DuckDuckGo, the, you know, the, the search engine, the alternative to Google, and she will look up sort of word it doesn't matter what and then she would go to the images and start just scrolling down until she finds some particularly weird and strange images and then she goes and clicks those uh those images and goes to their website and usually when you do that you'll find some really obscure website that does not appear on uh on any of the search results with craziest stupidest shit now i have my own system my system is what i do is i uh start i go and i type in Israel into the search on Twitter, and then uh -huh. I go by by latest tweets, and I do this at uh, in the afternoon at what is the afternoon hours for me in Israel, but what is like two in the morning for for Americans and whoever else might be up, and then I just start scrolling until I find someone completely insane, and you know once you find one, it's like uh, it's like a network, it's all connected. You go from one person to the next. Um, hold on just a second. Mm. Okay, so. Just recently, I uh, I found a guy who believes that I think the Earth is uh, square. You know, hold on. Let me let me just go into mm. my DMs because I sent some screenshots to someone. Let me just remember exactly what this person uh, had said to me. Uh, let me just find. Oh, there we go. There we go. Let, let me see. Let me see who these people were. This is just a news article. Just saying. Just saying. This this is some good stuff. Okay, apparently I did not save this or it was on one of my See, the Flat Earth account. stuff is fascinating because they've developed all these different coping mechanisms to, like, describe and to, like, like counter any possible point you could throw at them. So you're like, well, what about the yeah. sun? And they're like, no, 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 it's a luminary. And it's just like, what the oh. fuck does that even... You don't even know what that means. You just That's just a word someone threw out there and you just picked it up. Like, do they have really Luminary funny... does sound cooler, to be honest. So. It, it, I mean, you admittedly, know, it does. You know what the <laughs> you know what the flat Earth uh, st stuff reminds me of? When we were doing the streams for a while, we started looking at black cults, and I realized that the black Hebrew Israelites 
were created simultaneously in different parts of the US by different people. And one of the people who created it, one of the versions believed that uh, the earth is square. So that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, let, me, <laughs> let me see. And, and now you have like celebrities like Beyonce being like, we were kings yeah. and shit. And her like, like she has like a decked out um, Pharaoh costume that she uses, like usually wears before she performs because she's like a queen and shit from Africa. Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't she half oh, black? Yeah. Is she not even fully authentic? Yeah, she she's only half black. <laughs> that's that's actually true. Uh-huh. So it's well, a coping like, mechanism. She, that's what it is. Well, she lightens her skin too, wears blonde wigs, and like she's like cosplaying as a white person also. So there's also that. Here's an interesting factoid. You know who else wasn't actually black? Who? What? You know who else wasn't actually black? Barack oh, Obama, who? the founder of the Nation of Islam. He wasn't actually black. You can see pictures of him. He's like Pakistani. He was probably <laughs> only pretending to be black. The f- you know who? Uh, the f- yeah. The the only true black ruler I trust is Justin Trudeau. Okay. You oh need yeah. To check your fucking privilege. That's right. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting a little hot. Let me just uh, just a second. Good old Justin <laughs> Trudeau. Okay, his, his trucker. His, his trucker uh, <laughs> disaster going on up there. <laughs> What? Uh, Listen, so anime worry, podcast, but uh, what's going on. on with the trucks? But by, by chance, I have no idea. Hold on. Listen, the truck thing is going to blow over, and I'll tell you why. Uh, very soon, Justin Trudeau is going to make it up to them. He's going to go on camera wearing a trucker hat, which is his solution to every single problem. Wearing a silly costume. So once that happens, they're all they're going to forget about. It, I promise. It always works. Is it going to be Von Dutch? The uh... The controversial one that was really popular during the early 2000s. The Von Dutch trucker hat, or is it going to have one with like big, like I love big boobies and big wheels or something like that? Or fish fear me, women loathe me. Yeah. Like one of those kind of trucker hats. You know, that shirt, a a cool hat, maybe run over a hooker. That's really going to bring them closer together with the truckers. And then this whole thing's going to blow over. Anyways, anime. Yes, yes. Anime. let's talk about anime since this is ostensibly an anime podcast. So you were telling me that you have unearthed your my anime list, which must remain secret and hidden from yeah, everyone I'll... because of the shame that it brings. Did you blow yeah. the dust off of it before you whipped it out? You go. Yeah. Listen, I'll take this thing to the grave with me, but I'll tell you that I have watched, according to this list, I'm just scroll down and see how many exactly... Uh, it's still scroll. It's still loading. It's too many. Let's see. Hold on. I need to scroll. Still scrolling. Still scrolling. I have almost six hundred entries in this thing you of things I've watched shit. that I have watched <laughs> to completion. Wow, I think that's more than me. Yeah, I definitely think that's more than me. And you know what the worst part is? Most of this is complete garbage. I go out of my way to find bad and terrible anime just to watch. If someone tells me that something is awful and unwatchable, I will go seek it out. Just to test your patience or just to laugh at it? Sometimes to laugh at it, sometimes just to torment myself for no real reason. I, I, uh, I am obsessed with garbage. I have to constantly look for more terrible trash that is unwatchable. You know, I'm just going to arrange my list according to the score uh, and do it going from the least to most. Let's see what's in number one. In the category of things I've given a one score to. Okay? Oh, here, here's, a, here's a classic. 
I have no idea why I watched this, but I did watch it. It's called He Is My Master. And it is a... <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah. And from my memory, it is a show about a, a rich kid who uh, two girls who are underaged. Uh, they break an expensive vase and is at his house, and the vase costs millions of dollars. So to and he's a pervert. So to pay off the vase, he forces the girls to be his mates at his house. Oh, I think That's I've a, heard about this one. Yeah, it looks like fucking trash. Absolutely, like fucking 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 trash. And it was made by Gainax. <laughs> oh. oh boy, uh, you know. But as I was uh, looking for my li- for my list, I remembered that there's a lost art of watching. Tongue-in-cheek, bad reviews, good reviews for terrible anime. And I found one of the great classics of terrible anime. Have you guys ever heard of uh, I Can? I Can? I think so. I... Yeah, is that the booby anime? The booby anime. Two episodes of nothing but girls who are six years old, but have breasts bigger than the size of the entire rest of their body. <laughs> I know about I Can, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's an old meme, yeah. Do you know about I Can, Gator? I don't, I've heard the name brought up in terms of, like, just garbage anime, but I haven't actually, like, heard of it proper. You, but see, this this continues the trend it, from just... the last, this continues the trend from the last episode, where it's just like, it's like, oh yeah, have you heard of, you know, insert, like, fucked up anime here? Spooky's like, oh hell yeah, I watched it, like, four times. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, but look, I haven't. Okay, so I haven't actually watched the anime. I've just seen like a tons of clips going around, and like it used to be like posted on 4chan all the time too because of how fucking retarded it is. But yeah. uh, yeah, it's like uh, like they literally like six years old, like just like fucking watermelons for tits, and it's like oh okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. The 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 opening theme has an animation mistake when one of the girls' breasts changes places, like. Her boobs bounce, and then the left one ends up on the right side, and the right side, and the right one ends up on the left side, and that's like, like the opening like credit. Like some fidget spinner shit, where it just <laughs> yeah, fucking that's... helicopter their tits. And listen, <laughs> and great. if you go, if you go to my anime list, and you go to the entry for ICAN, and you scroll down to the reviews, the top voted review, which three hundred and twenty eight people found helpful, gives it a ten out of ten. What? <laughs> Yeah, but it's, listen, I'm going to send you a link, and you're going to, one of you who can read it well, who has a better, uh, who's better at reading live, is going to read it out. So I'm going to, I sent it in the general chat, just click it, and go to the review, and let's read it together. Oh, boy. Mm. Let's, uh, let's bring this up. This has to be a shit post. It is a shit post, but these are great. These used to be a, a big tradition on my anime list. If you find the worst anime on the site... Just scroll down and read the reviews, because on one hand, there are people there who basically dedicate their lives to writing very self-serious reviews about these shitty cartoons. Like, I am, at one point, I considered maybe writing some reviews on the site, and I am so grateful that my English wasn't good enough and that I was too ashamed of my poor spelling to actually waste any of my time doing that. Because there are people here who must be mentally ill to spend so much of their time writing such serious fucking critiques on this fucking website about shitty anime which no one wants to watch. And then there are these guys who just, they find the worst crap they can find, they give it a 10 out of 10, then they write like 10 paragraphs explaining why it's actually great. <laughs> so, so Gator, you have, a, you have a nice reading voice, why don't you read us the, the review? 
Oh my god. So this is from uh, Augmented Turnip. He's seen both episodes. This was posted on July 26th oh of 2012. God. And he this gave is a fucking this... novel. It, yeah, it was, this is like something Annie Tube would write. Like, I could just like sub him out for like Mother's Basement or one of the others. Yeah. Look, there is some specific kind of autism with the anime community, and this this yeah. is one of it, okay? <laughs> this is like the Amazon reviews meme come to life. Yeah. It's, it's great. So he gave us an overall rating of 10 out of 10. So this is what he says. He says, at my job as a cashier, I sometimes use the downtime to watch the junkies and alcoholics that hang outside the church across the street. And sometimes I ponder how the manage to gather the money to fund their frequent trip to my store to buy cigarettes and alcohol, only to get distracted by a neurotic woman that wants to buy a pregnancy test. But anyway, the other times I used to reflect upon the finest entertainment I've consumed over the years of staring at a computer screen. Needless to say, one stands head and shoulders over the rest. The one, the only, Iken. With a colorful cast of characters whose names I almost remember, and a plot that rivals <laughs> the best that cinema has to offer, yes, even rats, Knights of Terror. It's not hard mm. to see that Iken is a anime that defined a generation. <laughs> Uninformed detractors might say something along the lines of, if you want a picture of Iken, imagine a pair of breasts smacking into a human face forever. Which would be unfair, considering the deep emotional, philosophical, and political issues that Iken touches on, such as love, the role of women in society, body image, cross-dressing, and subtle imagery that could take weeks, or maybe even months, for your mind to digest properly. While many remember this terrific series for its truly magnificent artwork, and not to mention the realistic yet subtly sensual imagery, I personally feel that the story is what makes Iken such a masterpiece. Our main character, Densuke, is a complex man in a relatable situation, struggling to prove his love to a woman suffering from chronic back pains because of her tragically oversized breasts, and to prove himself as something other than your run-of-the-mill playboy, he joins their secret club and enter a contest. I'm particularly <laughs> fond of the famous yogurt slide scene, as I'm sure most viewers are. I will go into this more deeply later. The stakes are high, my pulse got high, the writer may or may not have been high, and it all adds up to a truly artistic spectacle unlike anything else seen in anime, cinema, or dataist art. Despite being a progressive piece of art, I can still follow some standard narrative conventions. Dinsuke has a rival to face in the competition. Our antagonist is thrown into the mix for a love triangle of sorts, the likes that many novels have probably taken inspiration from. Being a very forward-thinking series, I won't spoil the ending. It'll leave you shocked, surprised, and possibly even a bit aroused. I'll now touch upon my favorite scene in Iken, the yogurt slide. Because it's filled to the brim and beyond with social commentary about human nature and the likes. To win the yogurt slide, the team must be touching each other or lose the game. Paralleling the hardships of life in a way that is both unique and touching, no pun intended. When we as a species lose our connection with each other, we fragment and eventually start <laughs> fighting, and as such we lose the game of life. Fighting over things like oil, land, and different beliefs. I can see that the only way to win the game of life is to stick together through the ups and downs. 
Then we can all emerge victorious and finally evolve to the next level as human beings. This is the message I took most to heart and try to live by. It's a shame that in anime and cinema alike, women have been mainly shown as nothing but pinups and sex objects. But where Aiken has earned most of its rightly gained acclaim is its sensitive portrayal of women, both in the writing and the artistic department, shunning the exploitative industry standard. In fact, the art is probably what most viewers will remember. Vividly animated and beautifully drawn in a way that would make Hayao Miyazaki positively green with envy. It draws the viewer in and never lets go, much in the same way a magnificent painting would. They say a picture is worth a thousand words, but in Iken's case, I think 10,000 is a more realistic estimate. I simply can't recommend Iken enough, so go pick <laughs> up a copy of it. Even the dub is fantastic, which many anime fans will say is quite a rarity. Our time here on Earth is short, and it should be spent watching the finest in entertainment. Thankfully, I'll be here to point them out. Thank you, uh, Mr. Uh, what's his name again? Mr. Augmented, Augmented Turnip. Turnip. Augmented, thank you, <laughs> Augmented Turnip from uh, 2012. Almost 328 people. 328 people yeah. found this review helpful. Almost yeah. a decade ago. Holy shit. That was a decade ago. Oh, God, I feel decrepit. Great <laughs> stuff. You want to see what other uh, god-awful anime I've watched just because they're awful? Let's sure. see what I'll say. Oh, oh, this brings back memory. Uh, Pedo Pedo-san. <gasps> not, not, <laughs> no, 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 not what it is. Not what it is. Not Pedo. Peto, P-E-T-O. Oh, P-E-T-O. No, not Pedo Pedo. Yes, please. I did not watch a show called Pedo Pedo-san. Anyways, this brings back memories because it's probably one of the first anime I've uh, I've ever watched that wasn't already shown on TV. And I fucking, for the life of me, I don't remember why I watched this. But this was my introduction to anime. Like, I watched Pokemon and, uh, and Dragon Ball Z and Cowboy Bebop on television. And then I said, you know, I'll watch some, I'll find something else to watch. The, 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 the anime world is filled with art of this level of quality there there must be things on the level of cowboy bebop worth watching on the internet and for some reason i decided that what i want to check out to see if it rises to the level of cowboy bebop was pedo pedo san which the plot of which i could not understand and was actually painful for me to watch and i have repressed all memories of this show in my mind and to this day i have no idea what i watched let's see what else i have here uh Six Angels, positively the worst thing I've watched in my life. Completely incomprehensible. Uh, let's see what else I got here. These are things I don't even remember watching. Ooh, University Girls Special Counseling. A piece of hentai anime that is so bad, it looks like it was made on construction paper. I found this by, uh, <laughs> by looking, trying to find what is the anime that has the lowest score on my anime list. It's it's impossible to to arrange the uh, the scores on a reverse order, so I just had to type in like page one thousand, page two thousand. Then I just I went over, so I I went back to page nine hundred, and just until I found the page with the worst rated anime, and th this is where this was. Highly recommended, hilariously bad. If any, again, I'll say the name in case anyone wants to look this up. University Girls Special Counseling. I think this was made by one guy. Oh my god, I, I found the worst thing. I found the worst thing. Are you ready for this thing? Sure. A Lay it on us. Angels. 
Angels Drop. It's a five-minute anime about girls, about a group of about six-year-old girls who pee giant, uh, giant marshmallow teddy bears. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, but yeah, nobody, nobody understands this thing. Nobody understands how this was made. The animation quality is actually pretty good for the year it was made, but it's completely incomprehensible. A bunch of little girls meet together in the room, and then for some reason, when they pee, a gigantic uh, gummy bear falls out of them, and they decide that they must make a lot of these for some reason. Then just continue to squirt out gigantic. Uh, gigantic gummy bears until the pile reaches the ceiling and this goes on for five minutes but it feels like you've been watching five hours from how little you understand from what you've just seen and someone paid for this the animation is pretty good you, you don't see uh little girl genitalia because they're all wearing dresses but like there's they stand there and then they're just kind of pop them in the air and there's a giant gummy bear underneath them this, this is from uh, 2013 absolute mad piece of garbage if someone is looking for bad anime to watch watch this this is a mind fuck i'm pretty sure watching that one would put you on some sort of list oh i'm already on the list from from all the shit i watched this is absolute (laughs) garbage i love my anime list you can find the worst shit one day i decided to to see how many anime have the word rape in the title (laughs) Uh you would be surprised Well, well, the first three results were uh, Rape Man, Rape, 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 and Please Rape Me. <laughs> hey, Spooky, is that is that what you do? You just type in rape on anime lists? <laughs> you just go down the list like, like this one, like this one, like this oh, I'm, Rape I'm, Man. I'm that actually sorry, sounds I'm so- kind of familiar, actually. Yeah, Hold on. I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I, my mistake. I was actually looking at uh, Spooky's personal my anime <laughs> list. My, my bad. That's not the... Yeah. That explains all the rape. Is rape man? Yeah. Is he the guy who wears the underwear around and rapes people? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. A, so I might have actually seen that before. Yeah, it's a show. One of the the classics of bad anime about a superhero who teaches women a lesson by raping them. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is like a, a shitty old uh, VHS. Um, yeah, anime. it's like from the eighties. Yeah. Like whenever uh, Japan had a huge economic boom, they had a lot more VHSs they could make a lot more uh, like straight to video anime. So they made yeah. like a shit ton of them. Some of them are good. A lot of them are bad for like went straight to video. And uh, that was one of them. Yeah. The Rape Man. Hold on. Let me just uh, click it. Yeah, I've never nope. seen the actual anime, but I I know of it. <laughs> I have. Uh, there's some, something wrong with it. I think my anime list is down. Are you shitting oh, me? It's d- oh my god. Yeah, it is. It got, I got a they're, trying, they're trying to shut us down. They don't oh, want me to expose them. Holy shit, yeah, it is. It's actually <laughs> down. They're just like, oh, Someone wow. on my anime list staff is just sitting there listening to the stream. He's like, oh shit, just turn, turn. Too much rain. No, we gotta unplug, fucking. <laughs> unplug the server. Unplug the server right now. You gotta shut it down. They know. That's some shit. I, I, love, I, I love things that are so bad they're good. So I, I look for that shit in anime. There's very little of it. Most of it is just so, uh, so bad it's just bad. Nearly unwatchable. But you, you can find some, uh, some gems. Of, oh, uh, refresh it. I think it's back up now. And I think the guy who made Rape Man also made like something really good. I think maybe he made uh, what's his name, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub or something like that. Like the let's see, sound director, episode director, animated. No, it doesn't uh, tell me who who wrote this. But the guy who made this also made something like of of really high quality. 
something like Lone Wolf and Cubs. Oh that yeah, level. that's um a samurai manga where it's like okay. Well, that that's an award-winning show. That's like legitimately good. Okay. Well, it's not a show. It's a it's a manga, but it's really great. Uh, let's see what else I've got here. Oh god, I watched so much crap and I just repressed it because I don't want to remember. It's it it literally takes up real estate in my brain. Anyone here ever watch uh, uh, Dracula, Sovereign of the Damned? No, but the yeah. name sounds familiar. Yeah, let's see. Dracula, Sovereign of the Damned? Yeah. Another great recommendation for So Bad's Good Anime. Uh, it's about Dracula. He is the Sovereign of the Damned. And at one point, he the most famous part of this anime is when Dracula loses all his powers. So he just goes and uh, eats a hamburger. Yes, I've seen yeah, I've seen this clip. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I, I knew I had heard of this before. Yeah. I like it. It looks like an old like comic book from like the West, not like an anime, but an old Western comic. Let's see. <laughs> I take this hamburger and I eat it. Oh, oh, that's yeah, amazing. Hold on. I think I found another there's one that's really obscure that almost no one knows about, but I find absolutely hilarious. Let me see if I can find it. There's no way we can uh, watch something on stream, is there? Uh, no, we'd probably get struck super the hell down. <laughs> I doubt we'll get struck from this because it's an OVA from uh, 2003 of a three-minute video that was submitted to some sort of uh, art festival. An art but festival? Me... Oh, boy. <laughs> it, it's unlikely that we'll be in trouble for this. Let me see if I can find it on YouTube still. I like um really like out there anime that only like weird like artistic nerds from Japan would enjoy. See, oh, that's the kind of shit is. I look forward to. I found it. I found it. Uh, is there any way we can watch this together, or is the is that's not going to work? If you if you tune into the stream, I'm uh like streaming it into the Discord, and I have the audio piped through. Okay, let me. But they won't be able to see the video, will they? Oh no, they can see it on screen. Yeah, I, I can just pull it up on screen. Okay, uh, could you give me a link? Oh, all you have to do is just uh, go into the Discord, because I'm, I'm looking yeah, at Yeah, you have to click on his little icon. It's got a little video. You click on that, and it'll oh, show you what oh. he's streaming does. Yeah. Let's see the video. Wow, what a boomer. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I'm, this I'm is the Anime the Boomer podcast, so. <laughs> Okay, I'm... Oh, here we go. Here, I found it. Okay. I, I'm, le I'm legitimately not good with computer. <laughs> How okay. did this get here? I'm not good with computer. Fun fact: I almost did that fucking joke in my uh, my college newspaper, but they uh, they vetoed that shit. Mm. It was a damn here shame. It was it was so fucking funny. Watch this and prepare to have your mind blown. Okay, I've set a link in general. Utsu Musume Sayuri. Digital oh. Hollywood. Don't worry, it's uh, basically in English. Although it's hard to co to call what's being said there English, but Give it a shot. All right, let's let's pull this up and see. Like, how fucked is my channel? <laughs> let's pull this. You guys up. are gonna love this. Oh, we had Jim on last week, and now we have Easy Peasy on this way. So <laughs> they're just gonna permanently age restrict my channel at this point. I think. Let's see. Uh, okay, I listen, I haven't sent the N word yet. Usually, that happens in the first five minutes that I'm on a stream. Fair point. Fair point. Let's see what this is. Utsu Musume Sayuri. There's a, an alternate title for this. Let me just uh, read it out. A little loud. <laughs> the Striking Daughter Sayuri. There it is. 
Um, don't uh, worry, don't worry. That's not what you think it is. Oh, no, it's not what I thought it was. <laughs> this man is Hiroshi. Hiroshi married into Sayuri's family. Hiroshi! This creature is Sayuri's mama. Mama! This creature is Sayuri's papa. Papa! <laughs> There's three minutes of this. This looks like a cursed PS1 game. Holy shit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Sayuri, your time has come. Oh no. Too we would describe what's happening for the podcast listeners, but uh, <laughs> you really can't. I like, yeah, this, this. The time to strike is here. It's the difficult time to, to strike explain. is here. <laughs> hey, strike it. Honey, ah. It's like you died and went to hell that was filled with nothing but impressionist art. Strike it, strike it, strike it, mm. Strike it. Mm, perhaps I'd like to strike it. Yes, yes. Please. Yes, yes. Pitton, pitton, pitton. Booties, booties, strike me. Uh oh. Oh my god. This is. <laughs> <laughs> It will be wonderful. Yes. Oh, uh, we didn't bomb Japan enough. <laughs> uh, for people listening on the podcast, he's uh, slapping that ass. Uh. Shotting gun. What the <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so That's glad like a Japanese lullaby. traditional folk song. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys happy you watched that? Well, I had no idea what the fuck I watched, but uh, it gave me a giggle, so... <laughs> I have no idea what the hell I just watched, and I think I just <laughs> lost some brain cells for whatever that was. I can't remember where I dug this up. Yeah, that's uh, that's impressive. How the fuck did you find that schizophrenic nightmare? I have no idea. I just, I legitimately can't remember how I found that thing. Well, that is incredible. I'm yeah. I, <clears throat> honestly, I don't even see, know what to say. That was an acid trip. You see, I love finding weird shit like that. Just to be like, what the fuck did I just watch? That's how I watch a lot of deranged shit. Yeah, like you guys ever watched last uh, week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever watch, um, what's it, what's the name of the show? Hold on, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, what's the English name? Hold on. Micro Commando Diatron 5. I have no idea. 
I've heard Diatron 5, but I yeah. never watched it. So let me explain some of the backstory of, uh, of Diatron 5 and other, sh- other movies from the same company. So there's this director who makes god-awful kung fu movies. And what he does, he takes kung fu movies that already exist and he splices them together and just dubs over them. And he's known as the worst kung fu director in history. Then there's this other guy who does the same thing with shitty anime, just buys up the rights to the garbage anime from the internet from the 80s and splices them together. And somehow they got together and made a bunch of movies like Diatron 5 and just again, if anyone is listening to this and wants to to watch things that are anime but are so bad they're good, look up Diatron 5 and other things from the same creators. Just unbelievable. It's a Mac anime where I, I don't I don't know how to explain this. Um, it's a robot, and they take the robot into some lady's body, and there's an entire other universe inside her body, and someone's trying to take over the universe. Just, just complete trash. Let me see what else I got here. Uh, this is taking me back down memory lane. I have not looked at this list for years, and I am ashamed of the shit I watched. Like, whenever I'd say something that sounds really bad, I'd go out of my way to find and watch it. You're getting some hella bad post-nut clarity right now, going through your fucking mind list. <laughs> I have a bad... Ha- Listen, I have a bad habit. When I start watching something, I have to continue watching it and finish it, even if I hate it. So sometimes I would watch one episode of something, and I think to myself, God damn it, this is unfucking watchable Oh, there's 12 more? Okay, I'll watch that shit too. <laughs> That's how I ended up watching a show called Chubra, which is a show about uh, a group of middle school girls who have body image problems. And the show is compl- entirely about bras. Like one oh. of them is obsessed with bras and she goes around talking constantly about her bra and shopping for bras. You don't see any nudity. It's fine. Don't worry. It's not like a porn anime, but it's something that was clearly made by someone who is obsessed with bras. A lot of anime are like that. When you watch it, you start realizing that this isn't just a vehicle for someone to talk about their... The, it's not just a vehicle for the plot. It's a vehicle for the author to talk about something that he has a horrible fetish for. And so the show becomes obsessed with something really, really specific and terrible. This is something I watched in like... I think I was still in middle school when I watched this thing. Ah, absolute garbage. Don't know why I saw that. But once I saw the first episode, I had to watch all of them. I think they were talking about it on, like, 4chan, about how bad it is. And the moment I heard how bad it is, I had to go and find that shit. Let's see what else is here. My god, I am regretting every moment of my life for having watched... God, what is this shit? I don't remember watching a lot of these. Oh, oh my god, I found the... I told you about Pedo Pedo-san. I found... Another anime, which was the second... I don't know how I got gravitated to this. The second anime I watched of my own accord after discovering anime. It's called Midori Days, and it's about a guy who uh, wakes up and finds out that the girl he wants to fuck while he was asleep became her, his hand. Oh, I love Midori Days. Oh, it's, oh, it's great. <laughs> of yeah. course you do. Of yeah, course he's do. like, she's on his fap hand. <laughs> yeah, the, the hand he uses to jerk off has become a girl he wants to fuck. And it's a ro- romantic comedy. <laughs> Such a weird anime, but yeah, he's like a delinquent, he's a fucking bully, and then she just, one of, one of the days, he just wakes up and there's a fucking girl on his right hand that he uses the fap with, and uh, it, it, it's, it, yeah, and then they somehow fall in love with each other. You know what, 
I suddenly remembered why I watched these things. When anime just started getting into Israel, a lot of people were making fan sites. Like, it was really easy to make a fan site. There were sites where you would go and they would let you make your own fan site. So there were tons of anime fan sites where people just who had no idea what they're talking about would make their own website to talk about how much they love anime. And almost all of them had their own list of anime you should watch. And I would just find something that has a, a title that's appealing to me, that sounds interesting, and I would go watch it. And so this is how I found things like Meteor Days and uh, Pedo Pedo-san. When some Israeli guy in middle school suggested it to me, and I was like, yeah, I'll go watch that. That sounds good. It was never good. <laughs> well, that's how they get you, is that yeah. like, people, like, like, people will recommend like the shittiest fucking... Like, like you just saw it. Like, we just read that review. You know, 10 out of 10 would, you know, would watch again. No, but that guy was being ironic, like but there, were, there has to be at least one guy who thinks this is seriously good. Well, right, that's what yeah, happens. But... You always have, like, the one friend who's just like, you know, you should watch this. It, it was so great. It changed my life. And you're sitting there and you're just like, I shouldn't be within 100 feet of that guy ever again. Oh, that reminds me of a story. That reminds me of a story. When I was pretty young, like in, uh, in grade school, I think, or middle school, I used to hang out on an anime forum. And one time, against my better judgment, like a couple of times, I went to a meetup of that uh, anime forum. Against, I, I should have known better. But I met a guy there who, I, I think he's clear, he was clear, like he was too young to be a pedophile, like legally, but he was clearly a pedophile. He ended up publishing a book of poetry. And because I knew him, I knew what the book of poetry was about. It was about an underage girl he really wanted to fuck. Like, oh, it was Jesus all love Christ. poems he wrote oh God. for her. Yeah, and he was really pretentious. Like, he, again, he wrote poetry, so of course he was very pretentious. He was like a middle school kid who wrote poetry. Up uh -huh. his own ass. So which anti-tuber did he become? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't want to talk about Mother's Basement anymore. Let's just forget I bought it. <laughs> Oh, Jeff. Uh, oh. No, but but the, the, the really fucked up thing was that he would also give me the worst anime fucking advice to, to watch. One day he came to, to me, and this is like a guy who, who writes poetry. He, he must think very highly of himself to, at that age. He wrote, published a fucking book. Of course, it's a book about him being a pedophile, but whatever. And he's like, hey, you know what you should watch? The best anime ever. Watch a show called Green Green. Have you Green ever got, Green. Uh, have you heard of this shit ever? I don't think so. Well, I've been Googling all these animes you've been listing yeah. off, see? Bottom of the barrel hentai anime. Just, just, I don't know why, like, I think the fucking opening credits have a guy jerking off. This is, uh, this was his idea of high quality anime. Oh god, it was oh. based on an H game. Yeah, oh, go figure god. that the Sex Pest thinks that Sex Pest anime is a uh, top tier, you know? I hate anime, and I hate people who watch anime, and I hate anime YouTubers. That's that's my final statement. <laughs> that's why you're on an anime podcast talking that, about anime, right? <laughs> that's fair. That, that, honestly, that's fair. <laughs> Hayao All Miyazaki was right. Taste. Anime was a mistake. <laughs> it kind of was. was a mistake. Yep. Uh, All of them have terrible taste. They're all garbage. I fucking hate them. I hate Mother's Basement for one reason, one reason only. He what, What's the name of that show? What's the name of his favorite fucking show? That fucking isekai. ReZero. ReZero. I hate ReZero. I fucking hate ReZero. ReZero is fucking trash. It's self-indulgent, masturbatory garbage. Fucking, it's a show 
Cody from uh, from Anime Outsiders said this to me, and I, I think he described it perfectly. It's a show for people who hate themselves. Fucking despise this show, and it is his favorite thing ever. I don't know how people watch this thing. Well, uh, you know what? We had Necro 13 on not that long ago where he got into an argument with Mother Spaceman over ReZero. And you know what? He said that ReZero helped him get over his father's death. Mother Spaceman's father's death. Fuck him. Not even kidding. I hope his father comes back to life and dies again. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Makes fun of his trash taste in anime and his uh, wife that does pornography for a living and uh, calls him a cuck and then he dies again. (laughs) I can't believe they share a fucking camera. Like he can't make his fucking anime review episodes because his wife needs the camera to whore herself out. And and the what lighting a too. Arrangement. If yeah. you notice, his lighting changes all the time. So apparently, she takes like the uh, the good lighting too to, <laughs> yeah. when she spreads pusshole. So <laughs> imagine uh, not being I able to, to record a video because your wife is like you know fucking spread eagle for her OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Baby, baby, I need the ring light. Uh, I need the lighting for my butthole. It's, it's like that. It's like that fucking meme where it's like the the shivelled up guy. He's in the woman like with the big tits and the red hair. We're like, sweetie, <laughs> it's four o'clock. Time for me to, to shove another dildo up my ass. Okay, okay dear. honey. <laughs> God. Like, how do you just live with yourself talk? like that? Honestly, like I just I don't understand how he takes himself so seriously. Oh no, it's virtuous. Like he's he's gone on rants about this time and time again, where it's you know it's better for the both of, both of us. Even though he could very well you know have enough money where they sustain on their own, right? And they live in like I think one of the more expensive cities in Canada too, right? Yeah. So they live in an expensive city. He could very well pay for the rent and all the the bills while they settle down. But no, he's like no, it's good for both of us that she you know also makes money. Because he's obsessed with money, even though he says he's like a communist, right? No, he's like, he's obsessed with money. He loves money. Well, that's how all internet communists <clears throat> are. Just look at Vosh. <laughs> Great example. They right. always say it's like, oh, you know, money is the root of all evil. Capitalism is bad. But you should donate to my Patreon and, and super chat me lots of money. Because that's how they all Listen, are. Listen, I'm not here to talk about anyone's personal beliefs. I am here to complain about art. I am the <laughs> foremost terrible art critic on the internet i should make my own fucking anime review show but i don't have the energy for it so i'm just going to complain about it here Let, here's the why i hate ReZero. there are the reasons are of course many it is an insanely self-indulgent show there's this entire arc and this is what i hate most about this, this is mother's basement fi- favorite arc where uh the hero needs to go and he needs to go for these trials and the person who, who's giving them this trial transports him back to the real world like through an illusion we can uh, see the mistakes he's made in his life before moving to the new world, blah, 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 blah. And it's so fucking tedious. He goes, like, through, his, through the life of the character, but it's clearly the life of the author. Like, he complains about things that happened to him in middle school and things that happened to him in, in high school and talks about... Like, it's very, very specific, a very specific relationship between the character and his parents. A lot more effort is put into this than into the characterization of any other character in the show. And then you realize this isn't characterization. This isn't writing. This is just the author just navel-gazing about his own personal life and whining about things that happened to him in high school. This is garbage. I mean, that's why, I mean, that's a lot of isekais, though, where it's like, oh, if I just, like, killed myself or because I'm a lonely neat who hates himself, um, 
then I could just be resurrected and, you know, find like a better life, you know? And th that's a lot of themes of uh, modern day isekais. It's just like. Yeah, I guess uh, that to some degree, a lot of them have a, lot, a little bit of this element. It's in waifu too, bait is... and wishful thinking about how they wish their life could be. That, that's, that's kind of the draw of isekai. Yeah, the yeah. wishful thinking part is the wishful, uh, uh, not wishful thinking, wish fulfillment. Wish fulfillment, is it's pretty terrible. I kind of like uh, uh, how I got reincarnated as a slime because it's yes, so fucking thank shameless. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Someone else who appreciates the absolute shamelessness of Tensura. But what I love most about it is that season one is like, oh, let's build a country. Let's have some fun. Then season one ends with, uh, hey, let's enslave this entire race and make them work for us to do, to do road work and, and do manual labor. And this is so great. And then in season two, he's like, hey, let's commit a war crime and kill 10,000 people for fun. Oh, just wait till season three where they introduce the, uh, uh, their new greatest ally who secretly controls the world. Oh, the the the, re the most recent chapter. Yeah, I read it. Like, I'm pretty... <laughs> yes, I'm screaming I, I, I that think... and just fucking dying. I think they're implying something. Yeah, I couldn't imagine what. Couldn't imagine yeah. what. I mean, it's not like they're going to uh, fly fly some dragons into some buildings in Rimuru City or anything like that. But seriously, he committed a war crime. He enslaved an entire race. Uh, in, in recent chapters, he started a cult, which reveres him as a god. He, he's a fucking... Rimiru is a war criminal. That is what the show is about. Oh, I got reincarnated as a slime, then turned into a war criminal? Is this, this is what it's about? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Has, has, has either of you watched uh, any of the Monogatari series? I literally have nope. never watched a single episode. I'll, a little just bit. Just from screen caps, I have a feeling it's a show about a pedophile. Am I correct in this? Mm. Well, it's, um, from what I understand, sorry, I'm reading. <clears throat> no, just what I understand. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> Monogatari um, fans are the most, like, cringe-inducing people on the, on the fucking planet. Yeah, Monogatari so, fans sneak it, into, children's, into children's bathrooms and lick the toilet seats, okay? <laughs> I, so I would about, believe um, that. It's about waifus with, like, special abilities and powers and stuff like that. It's like... Kind of like a fantasy thing, right? But it's totally like waifu bait. Because it's about like, every, like even like in the openings, every girl, like there's like a chosen girl that gets like an opening song dedicated to her. That's why there's that one where it's like, oh, the meme song, I forget. Ah, uh, fuck. What's it called? Uh, Rene something. Yeah, that one with like the Green Hill girl. So it's like yeah. every every kind of season has like a dedication to like one. Wait, specific that's girl. where that comes from? Yeah, yeah. from Monogatari. I've, I've been meaning to watch it. Rene cir Circulation, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's where yeah, that like, comes from. Uh-huh. But because it's waifu bait, there's every kind of waifu. Like, you name it. So there's, like, there's uh, normal big titty girls, and then there's, uh, you know, the, the, the little girls, and then there's the girls that turn into uh, big titty waifus into little girls, and then there's girls that are, like, cat girls. That kind of meme where she just says nyan like a million fucking times. That's also from Monto, um, the, that series. I'm pretty sure the main character's main characteristic is that he's a pedophile. Like, I, I remember seeing a clip from the show where, like, a girl is like, wait, you're an imposter. You can't be him because he's a pedophile and you're not molesting me. Like, I, I remember that's like a, a scene from the show. 
it's probably a joke from it but uh yeah like they all have like special powers i haven't seen it fully i've been meaning to but uh yeah it's got it's definitely it's got like the lowly character types it bothers me how, listen it bothers me how accustomed i've become to, to pedophilia from watching anime like i'm just <laughs> It, because listen, the first time I wa- I saw like I told you I saw that pedo pedo sun thing. It was the the first anime I went out of my way to watch myself, and the the shows with the pita shit had not. I, I think to this day there there aren't actually ever been aired on uh, on Israeli television. Not not deliberately, but like there's nothing worth airing there. But one of the characters is. I remember this really bothering me. He was a pedophile. He's like, he wants to fuck the 13-year-old sister of the main character. And the first time I saw it, it was like, it was unnerving. It was like, wait, this is really gross. This is weird. This is a, this character is a pedophile. And as you continue watching anime, you see this so calm so often that eventually just washes over. You're like, hey, that character is a pedophile. And you feel like it's a normal trait to have. Like you've gotten so accustomed to it that it doesn't even surprise you. It needs to go super pedophilic to bother you at this point like i watched what's its name into the mid and abyss and i was like wow this is really pedophilic like it's <laughs> more pedophilic than the regular stuff which makes it uncomfortable dude the manga is so much worse too like um like it's so much worse like i'm i i was like like talking about how good it was so i was like okay i'll check out the manga not knowing really much about it and the uh, guy who writes it the guy who writes it clearly has a fetish for uh torturing children molesting children and people urinating on themselves it's very very clear uh-huh yeah Wait, no, isn't it, that it, the anime that thing. just started on toonami it's the one where they go inside of um a, a big, big ass hole because there's like weird shit inside of it and it's like two children Man one has abyss, like a... right yeah it's got like a robot yeah. body yeah, yeah that just it. started that just started on toonami no no the first season was like two years ago yes i know well, it's it's on toonami now yeah, uh, well, cable. I don't have that channel here. It's on uh, yeah. Cartoon Network. Yeah, it is. It like even without actual like child molestation, it gives off a constant permeating pedophilic vibe. Like you feel like it's radiation. Like you're standing next to some uranium w- while you're watching this. You feel your inner organs liquefying as you watch the show. This incredibly nasty vibe like you can't even place your finger on it because nothing bad is happening most of the time but when something happens like this is very creepy let's see what else i got here on the on the list <laughs> israeli <laughs> man joins anime podcast to talk Incredib- about pedos in anime and cults <laughs> and schizos yeah listen the I, I i fucking hate the discourse around anime on the internet because not only Will people tell you that bad thing that good things are bad? They'll also tell you that bad things are good. And it's very politically driven to the point where I hate everyone on either side of the debate. Because I will not pretend to enjoy Shield Hero and Goblin Slayer just because people are angry at it. I do not like either of these shows, and I'm not gonna pretend that I don't. Listen, I liked no I liked Shield Hero up until a certain point where they got like how oh, they introduced some like one like the main one of the main girls is best friend that was never talked about before and i was like okay this is going fucking nowhere and so i dropped it and goblin slayer i kind of found it kind of boring after like the first episode where they you know they they show how fucked up the goblins were but then it was just like okay this is like yeah uh, goblin slayer Slayer starts off good like you you look at it and oh there's like this is pretty gritty 
and there's a little bit of symbolism there with uh, with his helmet and there's good characterization but very soon the show becomes extremely repetitive and this is even worse if you read the uh the light novels because right. every single chapter is just the same conversations happening over and over and over I again. I fucking hate goblins. Let's go kill goblins. Yeah. Oh, that, like, that, hey, we yeah. should go kill goblins. And the elf, the elf goes, I don't want to kill goblins. And then the, the dwarf says, hey, you don't have any titties. And then she says, hey, you're fat. And then he tells her, hey, you, you really don't have any titties. You just got no titties. And then they get angry. And then the lizard says, hey, I love cheese. Give me some cheese. And then the, the little girl who's the priestess pisses herself in her pants. And then he goes and he throws some nice. It's the same conversations over and over again. Every fucking chapter of the fucking light novel is the same conversations repeating themselves. Same thing they said in the previous chapter. They say it all again now. The same exact lines. It's unbelievable that anyone gets away with this. Yeah, that's why I didn't really care for it because it got very boring very fast for me too. Like, I know a lot of people love it, but I... mm. People, listen, this is... There's nothing special about this show. It is a harem anime, nothing out of the ordinary, except there's some goblins who rape people sometimes. Other yeah. than that, it is the, he has like nine different girls who all want to fuck him. And he's this wish fulfillment, Ryan Gosling in Drive character who never <laughs> talks and looks like he has autism. And that's supposed to be cool somehow. I mean, he only obsessed with one thing and one thing only, killing those goddamn goblins, <laughs> genociding all those fucking goblins, man. The only good goblins are the ones that never crawl out of their stinking holes. That's pretty good. This is such tasteless wish fulfillment because you know who this appeals to. It appeals to socially awkward losers who think that if they sit around and don't talk to anyone and look very, very dark and very very pensive, just sitting around drinking alone. That's it. The girls are going to find them attractive. They're not going to find you attractive. Okay. It, that oh my God. He's just like me. <laughs> yeah. He's just like me, except for the thing, for the fact that so, he's very, that he's competent and able to actually do things like this. And he's fit and is, attractive. And that's right. Uh, and he's, he's yeah. ripped like a fucking Adonis body. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He, he's like, he has 0% body fat. He can kill a horde of monsters all on his own. Women are attracted to him in this show because he's actually cool. There's more to, to being attractive to women than just not talking. That's just autism, okay? And, and dudes watch the show and they think, yeah, maybe if I act like that, women will like me. No, they will not. Slick my hair they back, ignore- wear a jean jacket yeah. and try to act aloof. They'll ignore you, which is maybe for the best because you're really fucking annoying. Maybe these shows are good because they're doing women a favor by getting these men out of the people. <laughs> they, they just get them, they convince them to go to the bar and never talk to women at all for the rest of their lives, waiting for the women to come to them. And that's how women are protected from weird, creepy guys. And you know Thank what? You. We've, had figured it out. The industry. We've had this discussion like quite a few times, especially when Cody comes on, where it's just like a lot of anime, like we, I mean, some people like, there's a lot of ageism, if you want to call it an anime, where people like, I guess who are like old figs, who are like, okay, maybe anime's turning the trash actually. And then the younger folks, like the Zoomers are like, no, no, it's just, you guys are old. There's like, it's just that you're growing bored of it. But it's just like, I've just, I've noticed like anime's always had like beautiful women in it, right? Like that's just like, the perks of anime you have pretty people like in front of it but the thing is it's turned less into like okay we're gonna have like an interesting story with attractive people like this and add a bonus but now it's just like okay we're gonna appeal to the lowest bomb common denominator which are fucking well, look, these 
insecure no Japanese otaku that don't know how to talk to women and just have waifu bait anime, and it just listen, it's turning I, anime unless, boring. Listen, unless you started watching anime in the eighties, harem anime has always been a thing. Like, what what's its name? What's the name of that show? That's really uh. Oh god, Jim talked about it. That fucking show with with the women who are alien waifus. Ah, Tenshi. Uh, <laughs> We're talking Tenshi about Tenshi. Like, yeah, Tenshi Muyo. Like that was a harem anime. You're right. Degree. Like this, this has always been a problem. But anime goes through trends, and I really hate the current one because it's getting worse and worse. You invited me onto the podcast to talk about this because you uh, saw my tweet about it, so I'll just talk about that. Like after. Um, after Evangelion was really popular, there were a lot of Evangelion clones for a while. And now that uh, that uh, Sword Art Online was really popular, there there's like have been years of Sword Art Online clones. Like they're not clones, but what they're doing is they're they're taking a setting and they're exp- why they're exploring that setting. Like there are some original ideas, some of it is trash. And the new fad is clones of uh, essentially. Bully Master Takagi-san. You, you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, that sounds kind of familiar. Uh, would you say Bully Master? Bullying Master Takagi-san. It's that show about the little girl who uh, bullies not... not uh, oh, yeah, not the smoking anime girl. Yeah, that has all the, the anime profile yeah. pics. <laughs> the guy... No, but the one with the, with the really big forehead. So that's, that's the one who started it all. And after that came Uzaki, and then the, there's Nagatoro, and now there's this uh, dress-up darling thing. And it really bothers me how these shows degenerate. Like, these shows started off as girl bullies, slightly insecure boy, and then it's kind of a romantic comedy. But now the, the most current one, the dress-up darling one, if either of you have watched any episodes of that. I've, I've definitely heard about it. It's yeah. definitely getting yeah. its rounds on Twitter, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's us. Uh, woman who is sexual predator hones in on guy who is clearly autistic like it, it's oh. getting worse with every iteration of this it gets worse Takaki-san was fine the girl was cute she was kind of bullying the boy it was a romantic comedy fine and then they made Uzaki-san where the guy is clearly antisocial she, she comes up to him and is like hey let's go hang out and he's like no fuck off leave me alone and then she comes back again no let's go hang out and it's like no fuck off leave me alone Long, and he's then, literally me. <laughs> yeah, he's literally, he's literally me. And then with Nagatoro, it starts becoming kind of depraved because in the first episodes, Nagatoro is clearly a sadomasochist. Like she is sexually aroused by uh by bullying a guy with social anxiety. It's very clear from the first episodes. Like well, this show like, where the guy who made the original manga was a fucking hentai artist before, yeah. so it's I, that's a lot of and oh, a lot of manga artists were like fucking hentai artists. Yeah, I have a feeling. I have a feeling this show was intended at first to to escalate into a uh, hentai, and at some point just kind of gave up the idea. Like at first, she's literally horny for uh, for bullying a guy with, with a mental illness, and then he just he decided to make this into a romantic comedy. And now the, the latest show is a guy who's obsessed with making dolls and then the chick who won't stop getting naked in front of him coerces him into making her costumes. And oh, that's what that's about. I thought it was just a guy who really liked cosplay and she was like, hey, I like that old model for you for your cosplays. I didn't know it was a uh, No, she's depraved. making him do it. She's making him do it and there's like a scene where, she's, where she wants him to measure her feet make her shoes and it's very uncomfortable because if you think of the i gotta tell people yeah, about if... this anime he'd be interested oh yeah he'll love it 
the, 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 the it gets worse and worse and worse because again at, with with Nagatoro it was already getting weirdly sexual and the guy is so awkward it starts looking like he has a mental problem and with this one it is just worse and the reason this this happens why this is trendy is because the wishful feminine fantasy is not good enough anymore for losers anime's wishful feminine fantasy for loser men used to be that through some circumstance through a meet cute you'll run into a cute girl and you'll fall in love with each other even though you're a, a sort of a an awkward loser and she's hot but that's not enough anymore because now it's got to be like six different chicks that are all interested in you of no, all no, varying no, types it's worse because the, those shows at least told you that, you know, if you go out there and, and you talk to a woman, maybe something will happen. Maybe you'll get into a relationship. These shows are a lot worse because in these shows, the guy doesn't want to talk to her. And, and these are basically the even worse version of the manic pixie dream girl from, uh, from American movies where the girl decides for some reason that she really likes this guy, even though he has no positive traits and just latches onto him and won't leave him alone until they're romantically involved like this gives the worst fucking advice to men like it tells them if you're too much of a pussy to even talk to women just sit there and do nothing and eventually a woman will come along who for some godforsaken reason decides that she really wants you and even if you reject her outright she will not stop flirting with you until you decide to fuck her and and this is what it's teaching men and uh and anime losers in the west if you're it, it used to be trying to tell them giving them the fantasy that maybe they'll meet a girl if they go out and talk to them now it's giving them the fantasy that even if they reject all women that come into contact with them trying to look cool or because they have some sort of mental problem things will still work out a woman will find them and will desperately want to suck their dick it'll just happen just wait for it but again, maybe it's for the best because maybe it keeps these guys away from actual women. So maybe it's <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, I mean, obviously uh, anime is very appealing to autistic people. But like, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's very, it, it tries to appeal to, again, the lowest common denominator of these, like, sad, pathetic weeps who, like, just want to jerk off and not talk to people and, like, yep. you know, not get a job and are improving. So, like, literally, it's appealing to needs. And if they do yeah. have a job, they usually have a shitty, wagey, cagey job, and they just want to spend all their extra money on, like, their anime figures. And their um, dakimakuras, yeah. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what kind of person buys this fucking plastic crap. Once you're, uh, you're at that you level, there's no Fuck you, that too. You buy that shit, don't you? <laughs> just I have looking a few, over actually. at my uh, Gundam collection over here. <laughs> I've got um, one of... I've got a few of Super Sonico. That's my biggest collection. Um, Can you guys... Can you guys huh? explain Gundam to me? Because I have a feeling that Gundam is like Warhammer 40k, but for Japanese people. But I don't know what either of those things are, so I don't understand I, that analogy either. I don't understand it quite, me personally, because I don't watch a whole lot of mechas, unless they're, like, compelling. Uh, but I think Gator can explain it more. Yeah. So you know how autistic people really love yes. trains. Well, replace <laughs> train with giant fighting robot that commits war crimes. And you basically Holy have shit. what's so appealing about Gundams. You know, if you combine giant robot that commits war crimes with trains, you'll have a mech anime about the Holocaust. I mean... Oh. <laughs> come on! Come on! Giant train robot committing war crimes? 
See, that's the gun. The fucking the Nazi train. No, listen, listen. The giant Nazi train combines into a Megazord and walks all the way to Auschwitz. I think that would be great. <laughs> and just fucking dumps the into the fire. Just, just, you know what? Somebody, somebody hit up uh, Tomino and just be like, hey, yeah. I've got a great fucking idea for your next Gundam series. Listen, listen, if we dress it up as being very high-minded, I'm sure Aniplex very will an anime. An- anime pl- Aniplex will definitely make this show. We just got to tell them that, the, that there's a hidden meaning behind this, okay? Just, just, I'll write a script. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Speaking of Jews being represented in anime, how'd you feel about Attack on Titan? <laughs> <laughs> Will your people pay for the for the wall they destroyed, Easy People? <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't. I never noticed the wall. Oh my god! Listen, I I've been making the 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 Titan Jews joke for a while, but I just realized the walls are like the walls around Israel. Yeah, I never realized that before. It's it's Israel. By the way, has any of you noticed that a lot of the of the alien girls have a really big nose? They do. Oh, has a big... yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> and they all have German Pick's... names. And they all have suspicious tits. Yeah, Pick has a big nose. Uh, Hanji has a big nose. They all have big noses. I I wonder if that's a coincidence. A coincidence? They just, Echo. They just mm. they just love the, the smell. They love smelling things with their big fucking honking <laughs> nose, right? <laughs> like the blood of their enemies, for example. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I I thought it was all jokes until I realized until I noticed the nose thing. But yeah, yeah. that's usually how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Has either of you ever watched Azumanga Dayo? Yes. Yeah, I love Azumanga Dayo. Okay, here's my re- recreation of the end. Of Attack on Titan. <clears throat> I wish I. Hello, Evrignan. I wish I were a bird. <laughs> Chio's dad, My but instead dude. it's like Aaron's face on it. <laughs> I wish I were a bird. How'd you feel about the cuck bird ending? Or he's literally a cuck bird. I haven't read it yet, but I was unable to escape the spoilers. Not that I care. But yeah, now I, I know the ending. He turns into a fucking cuck bird. He turns into a fucking pigeon. <laughs> Not even like a graceful bird. A fucking, a one yeah. that go, like hangs around your city and shits everywhere. Yeah, fucking yeah. pigeon. <laughs> Can he turn back or is he just stuck like that? I think he's just stuck as the pigeon forever until he dies. God. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. The best part is like the I guy that he fucking hates the most gets with his girl, <laughs> John. He fucking wins. They're like tall. I turn myself into into a bird, bird, Mikasa. I turn my, I'm bird, I'm bird Rick. (laughs) Someone needs to be like the John wins, like, but with Aaron Hansen with the, just, just with the tackle time. And it's John number one. You know that song, John wins? (laughs) Nope. Yeah, John wins. I I don't know if you're familiar with like, uh, Game Grumps lore. I have never watched them. I watched John Tron, but I've never watched any of the Game Grumps. Not interested. I don't Uh, play video games, so it doesn't appeal to me. Oh, okay. You don't play video games? I do not. Oh, I see. See, Spooky and I watched a lot of, like, Ego Raptor shit back in the day, and that's what got us into John Tron and Game Grumps. Like, there Uh there was a period of time where that content was, like, some of the best shit on the internet. 
Because it's just like two guys making as many jokes that would today get you banned from YouTube as possible. Yeah. And that was like a time where uh, PewDiePie and all of them were doing like face cam and they were like and doing horror stuff. And they're like, we're not going to do horror or face cam. We're going to play like these fucking games from the 80s we grew up playing. And then say the N word a lot. <laughs> well, the trick to doing that is being actually funny because there's a lot of people who did that and were complete crap and no one liked them. The only uh, sort of show of this nature that I uh, watched on YouTube and enjoyed were uh, the guys who made Rhett's Prey. Ah, the, uh, the, the original Rhett's Prey. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like, they're actually witty, so they're actually enjoyable to watch. But eventually, just they just stopped making uh, videos, so that's unfortunate. Hmm. Well, I think they stopped around the time that Let's Plays really started to, like, explode in popularity. So they're like... No, people stopped watching them when that happened, but I can... But I started watching them a long time after that, and they were still making videos, and I kept watching their videos until they just... There's some game that was so bad, they just stopped making videos for like seven months <laughs> instead of continuing it. And after they, they went back to it, the wind was just completely out of their sails. But their, uh, their videos that they made that almost that people missed out on because they stopped watching them about uh, Dahir and Sat that they made were absolutely genius. I recommend everyone to, to go to Red Supray and look up the Dahir and Saad videos. Dahir and Saad is some sort of Turkish company that makes fake demo videos for projects that they are looking for funding to build, and it's completely insane shit that has no chance of working, like building a city, an entire city, like by dropping shit from helicopters. And, uh, and like they, in, they make videos of the technology that they want to make, but the technology does not exist and could never possibly actually be built. And they're just looking for investors who are stupid enough to, to pay for that shit. Like a restaurant that's entirely robotic or a supermarket you go into with your car. Like it's stupid ideas. And they make 3D videos of how it'll work and you watch and you think there's no way that this would work. Who would give you money for this? Mm -hmm. And so I, so they made videos laughing about it, and it's, it's really great shit. And everyone missed out on it because they stopped watching their videos. I, I suggest people look it up. It's really wonderful. Speaking uh, of YouTube see. channels, like, yeah. uh, I, I wanted to ask you, so, like, you've done a, quite a, like, some, not all of your videos are cartoon-related, but I know one of your most popular ones are making fun of, like, Steven Universe and, mm -hmm. like, the Western animation scene in general. Yeah. So, yeah. uh... Have you been keeping up much with, like, the garbage that's coming up? Like, have you kept up with the uh, old Guardian Spice and seen that fucking heart garbage? I haven't, I haven't gotten around to, uh, to, um, to what's its name? Uh, Guardian High Spice Guardian Spice. Spice. High Guardian uh -huh. Spice. You said old Guardian Spice. I, oh. That's what confused me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little tarted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I checked out Owl House and uh, what's it called? An Amphibia. I'm pretty okay. Now worth making a video about. I don't really want to watch any more children's cartoons, but... Every now and then, people would, like, recommend me and ask me what I think about it. And I'm like, eh, I'll check it out. I'll go watch it. And most of it is not worth making a video about. Like, I, I don't even want to make videos about children's cartoons anymore. As for High Guardian Spice, it's, it's quite a shit show. Uh, you mentioned it on the gym stream. And uh, uh, what's his name? It was either Tom. I, no, I think Cody talked about my video when I interviewed that guy from the industry. After that, I, like... A bunch of other people told me little things, but I just completely lost interest in uh, in making cartoon videos. So 
I never made a follow-up on it because I just, I just don't care, but the industry is completely fucked. And the people who made High Guardian Spice, they're, you mentioned this on, on the stream, they're connected to a group called Women in Animation, and that group is a complete scam. Like, it's a joke. Wait, that's a uh, group? It's a, it's a little... Wait, is yeah, it like it, a cult-like group that just makes, like, no, no, shitty no, no, animations? No. It's like a union or an advocacy group for women in animation, as their name would imply, but they're incredibly unprofessional, and basically all you really do is... You give them money, and they're supposed to help you get a job in animation, but they, of course, never do. And they, they have a shitty website where if you you have to give all your personal information, so if it's ever a hack, all wow. the women will get doxxed. And there's no place there to actually present your art. And all the money that they collect goes to uh, to meetups where you where it's supposed to be like uh, a place to network. But I talked to some people who have been there, and. It's basically just an excuse for the women who run this organization to take the money and buy themselves drinks. And all the actual industry veterans who, who are there won't talk to you. So you're just giving them money for nothing. And, and I'm, listen, after I, um, after I got interested in this, I never made a video about this because I just stopped caring. But someone told me I should look at their uh, WD-90s. And I couldn't make heads or tails of it, but I showed it to two people who... Uh, or accountants to look at what what they can understand from this and apparently all either this group has the worst accountant on earth working for them or they are literally stealing all the money because according to their own tax uh it, to, to their own tax files that they uh filed 100 exactly zero percent of the money that has been donated to them has been used for anything related to this organization they are most likely Ow. stealing this money or they have a really shitty accountant that doesn't know how to do his job but if you you look at the fucking files and if you know how to read them it just says we've been donated so and so money amount of money we used to to do things related to promoting women's careers in the industry zero percent zero percent zero percent all this money gets stolen and, 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 by, and by the way, you can see proof of this because High Guardian Spice ended up employing people from women in animation, but the women they ended up employing were the women who were running women in animation. They, usually, they used their fucking uh, organization to get themselves jobs. Not the so, Yeah. So, so was that why they were, uh, like, before there was any promotion of, like, the actual show, what it was about? It was just like, look, we have women here. We're promoting women. We have women yeah, only... Listen, the, the 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 people who are making the show is are very connected to this women in animation organization. It seems. By the way, the entire thing is like a racket. They used to have a page on their website where, uh, and you can't find this page anymore. I went through all the the iterations of the uh, of the Wayback Machine of their website when I was thinking of making a video about this to just look at try to to understand the history of this organization. And for a brief period of time, they had a page that showed all of the uh, studios who have donated money to them. And basically almost every animation studio in Hollywood was giving money to this organization. And I feel like this is a rat. I feel like they're telling you, listen, either give money to women in animation or we're going to, we're going to call you a sexist. That, that's my opinion of what's going on there. Oh, another weird thing about this. They claim to have branches of this organizations in, of this organization, places like uh, Canada and Ireland, and India, and France, there is no evidence that any branches exist. Like, I can't find heads, or, I can find evidence of the branch in, um, in Ireland existing, 
but it doesn't seem like the woman running it has anything actually to do with them. Like she runs a blog where she tries to have little get togethers, but it doesn't seem like she's actually getting any money from them or has any actual connection to them. Like it's a lot like the women's March had a lot of branches all over the country, but eventually it was found out that those branches are branches in name alone and that the main organization was not giving them any money for their budget. And there was constantly like bickering, like they were keeping the, the main people running the organization were keeping the money for themselves and letting people use their name as a franchise, but not actually sharing any of the no donation money. It seems like this is what's going on with the women in animation thing. It's, it's a complete fucking racket. I mean, go figure, right? I mean, that's a lot of organizations like that, right? Where it's like, they'll have like oh, yeah, some kind of, I guess, the, for lack of a better word, like social... Garbage. NGOs are garbage. Don't, don't even get me started on that. Yeah. Well, anything that has like, well, any kind of organization that's like only supposed to promote people like a certain demographic of people into an already like established, let's say, industry like animation, it's fucking, it's bullshit. Like it never, never works out, Always if ever. A scam. Do not give these people your money. Do not look if someone's interested in animation, I would suggest joining this organization, but not actually donating to them if that's possible. Hell, because you're like, gonna it's gonna be good for your cred, but it's not it's not gonna be actually good for you. I mean, the most successful animators that I know that I've seen are people that were like they've been animating for like literally a decade, like on Newgrounds yeah, or the, whatever. The big and they irony just, like... is that the big irony is that for all the moralizing how well you do in the animation industry depends on how long you've been there. Like, you, you can get fired for the stupidest shit, but if you've been working a long time and you're a big name in the industry, you can get away with anything. Like, uh, what's his name? John, John Chris Falusi? Is that his name? The guy who made Rand and Stimpy? Everyone knew he's a, yeah. he's a pedophile. I had people who, who used to know him who told me, listen, everyone in the office knew he's a pedophile. People helped him cover it up. And all of these people still work in the industry. They... Everyone knew he was a child molester. Everyone. He didn't mm -hmm. hide it. He'd go around showing people child porn on his fucking phone. One of his friends fucking helped him, like, take a girl he got pregnant to... to a girl, I think, was underage. She, she got pregnant and he took her to get an abortion. Like, yeah, it, it, wasn't, it was the worst kept, kept secret. Like, it's the, the same when everyone who works in the animation industry knows something he shouldn't know or something that's not discussed outside of their bubble. Like, everyone has some sort of horror story about someone who's allegedly a rapist or, or does something really fucked up, and it just, they keep it amongst themselves. What, what goes on in the studios stays in the studios, but everyone knows about it. And if you're at all adjacent to it, if you've ever tried to get to break into the industry, you've heard some fucking awful stories. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. even, people who, even people who just went to school for a while to learn animation know a bunch of shit that that's f fucking awful i talked to one guy who uh I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone it's not very interesting anyway it's it's a shit show no that makes perfect sense that's why moral posturing is like so prevalent in basically every industry now is because that's that kind of dark history comes kind of with it with the entertainment business you know all across the board so but hey, if you're like an animation god like John Kay, who is like literally one of the best animators that ever exist, you get away with that kind of shit. So it's not even that he's I mean, he's a good animator, but basically he was on top of the food chain. He right. was at a point where if you fuck with him, he'll he'll just get you fired or at least he'll make sure you won't get he won't pro progress in your uh, in your career. It's all very buddy buddy, very <laughs> unofficial there. 
I've heard that he is um, basically like animation Hitler because not only is he a fucking awful person to work with, but he's also like extremely autistic with every detail of like how he wants his animations to look. Yeah, right? was, people say he's impossible to work with. He had very high standards and he was very obnoxious. But, you know, the product spoke for themselves, at least until he started making porn. Uh, that, that's true. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? No, sometimes the the product speaks for itself when they're making porn, and then they make something after that. That's how we get Nagatoro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair, point. Fair point. Back to anime, though. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, no, I haven't watched High Garden Spice. I've watched clips of it, and it's, it seems hilariously bad. It seems like something would be right up my alley, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. I'm busy making YouTube poops, which is a lot more important. I, I yeah, actually agree you... with that. YouTube poops are, are fantastic. So you're um you're tired of the video essay thing? You just want to make shit post instead? No, I'm just having fun with uh, shit post right now. When I get tired of it, I'll uh, move on to something else. I think I'll make maybe one more PragerU shit post video, and then I'm thinking maybe doing something musical. I have no idea how to make music, but I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I'll go back to to making what's uh, fucking reviews of uh, of media of all sorts, maybe cartoons, maybe something else, whatever I feel like doing. You know, I, I, my channel is for fun. I don't make really a lot of, uh, I don't make any money. I make like the, the ad revenue. I don't have a Patreon or anything. I just, you know, make whatever I feel like making, which is why my content is very eclectic. One day I felt like making YouTube poops. So that's what I've been doing. And people are like, hey, when are the cartoon reviews coming back? And I'm like, I, I don't give a shit when I, whenever I feel like it. Yeah, well, no matter what it seems you do, it seems like your well-researched videos still, still do relatively well. Just people just like does. well, I care what I have fun making. I don't give a shit. I know people want me to make fucking cartoon reviews. I don't care. I'm not making money. Who it's probably better you're not doing cartoon reviews because people who like talk about cartoons for like a living or on YouTube are some of the worst people ever. So uh... yeah, but I'm gonna. <laughs> but I'd make the opposite of everything they're making. Whatever they like, I hate. Yeah, so no, cool. exactly. The same thing would be with me if I make anime reviews. I'm just going to be, hey, uh, ReZero is shit. Everyone likes it as shit. Everyone watches it as shit. Number one review on YouTube. That would be great. I would watch it. I'd probably keep yeah. it on repeat, actually. <laughs> Sounds pretty funny. Yeah. I fucking hate ReZero. <laughs> um, so what anime do you like, then? Because we're shitting on anime. Like, what, what animes do you, like, genuinely uh, love? Well, let's see. I still have my uh, top... My fucking anime list open here. Let's see what I got here in the top 10. Oh, God. Oh, I remember looking at it yesterday. I'm not going to read. Let's see what's in the top 10. Let's see what's in the top 10. I assume Cowboy Bebop is probably in your top 10. Cowboy Bebop is the first one. Uh, what's, it, what's it called? Uh, Samurai X. One of the movies was really good. The OVA oh, was yeah, really Samurai good. X was really good. I didn't like the show that was actually on TV. I especially didn't like the ending where the last few episodes is him fighting against guys who have magic powers because they use feng shui that was kind of uh yeah that was a disappointing ending let's see akira azumanga daio i know you guys fucking make fun of uh cute girls doing cute stuff uh anime but i love that shit i fucking uh, that, that's my jam i, I mean i but, love azumanga daio and lucky star and stuff like that it's just uh, a lot of it's shit though a lot of yeah, size of life is boring yeah a lot of it is garbage once you try to mix something in with what's going on it it, it goes to crap it, it, azamanga dayo is, is like one of the most influential animes even to like this day like a lot of anime they, meme culture comes from azamanga dayo that's where my waifu first started yeah. 
well, like I said, there are trends that go through the anime industry. So there was uh, the, uh, the Evangelion creating Evangelion clones and so on. Azumanga Daio started a trend of cute girls doing cute stuff anime. Th that's a progenitor, but it's probably the best one. It's the, the only one who's that's consistently legitimately funny. Yeah, even to this what? day, you could watch Azumanga Daio, and it's still good. Still Kino. Yeah. Let's see, Spirited Away, Fooly Cooly, Gangutso, mm -hmm. The Count of Monte Cristo. It's really a good show. They made like a, a remake of The Count of Monte Cristo in anime. G great stuff. Old stuff, but really nice. Uh, Voice of a Distant Star, it's uh, like a 10-minute OVA. Very, very nice. Pathlabor. Pat uh, you like Pathlabor, I bet. I love Pathlabor. I knew you'd love it. Great stuff. I'm trying to think it's, about like my top rated too. I mean, obviously, like Cowboy Bebop would be up there. I really liked Outlaw Star. I didn't. I did not like Outlaw Star. I thought I felt like it's a a cheap knockoff of uh, of Cowboy Bebop. But then Cowboy Bebop is in part a knockoff of Lupine the Third, so, so that's fine. <laughs> Every anime is a knockoff of another anime that somebody has yeah. seen at some and point. Then, and then down at the bottom of the Human Centipede is Joss Sweden making uh, Serenity, which is a knockoff of a knockoff of a knockoff. Serenity is, yeah. Well, Serenity is a knockoff of of Outlaw Star. Oh, is it really? Yeah, like the, he copied several scenes. He stole like ideas. It's it's Outlaw Star. It is literally Outlaw Star. If Josh Whedon has literally raped anything good, well, anything slightly good about like Marvel movies, now they're just fucking shit. Like anything that could be interesting, compelling about like comic books or comic book heroes, it's just like nope. They're all toy commercials with like quips. And I blame Josh Whedon for raping any chance that series has. The problem Whedon has, and he's always had this problem, and it was endearing when it was in Buffy, you know, like the kind of like sarcastic. It's that, has, it's that he has a pregnancy fetish. Well, yes, I mean, there's that. <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of weird fetishes. If you really um, like break it, like break down the themes that you start seeing in every piece yeah. of work that he ever makes. It's like kind of like, huh? Like girl boss. Like Joss Whedon loves the girl boss. Like, and, and yeah. there's always a girl boss in everything that he makes. You know, this just like well, he's a hashtag feminist, right? That cheats on his wife, right? <laughs> no, it's more like a femdom thing that he's really into. He yeah, just he has really this likes weird. He has a really weird obsession with pregnancy. Like he has his own theory of feminism that men oppress women because they're jealous of women because they can't get pregnant it's like no men are not jealous of women because they can't get pregnant you're jealous of women because you can't get pregnant don't project your creepy shit onto us that is Joss very Whedon's strange impreg fetish yeah <laughs> literally quite literally he fired that chick from buffy because she was getting pregnant he was like really mean to her uh, yes the, the the fucking second avengers movie the, yeah, when what's Scarlett name, Johansson was getting was was gonna have yeah, a baby. I can't get pregnant. I'm a monster. She literally says that shit. I can't get pregnant. I'm a monster. Wait, wait. Yeah. While she was pregnant, she yeah, she, she wait. fired her from no. Joss Whedon fired that one chick Mercedes or what's her name from Buffy when she was pregnant, and he was really fucking obnoxious at about it because I, I think he was again jealous of her because she can get pregnant and he has a weird fetish. And then in uh, Avengers, in the second movie, there's a subplot about how Black Widow can't have children because she was sterilized when she was being turned into Black Widow. And at one point, there's a line of dialogue where she says something along the lines of, after she explains that she can't get pregnant, immediately after, she says, I'm a monster. And you're getting a window into the mind of Joss Whedon, where women who are barren are monsters. 
Oh, but he's also it's, jealous of women that that do get wishes, pregnant. He wishes he could get pregnant. There's again in uh, what in Serenity in the show that was that turned into the movie Serenity. I forget what its name is. Uh, there's again there's this one character at one point that like holds a woman hostage and he goes off on a monologue about how he's jealous of them because they can get pregnant and he can't. Joss Whedon has a fetish and it's creepy and it's gross. And that is what informs his movie making, unfortunately. Ugh. And we just need lighting, like we course. just need artwork of pregnant Joss Whedon and like Shrek putting his hand on the on the belly. That's what we need <laughs> right now. <laughs> That should just be the thumbnail for the podcast with no explanation. It's just pregnant Joss Whedon and Shrek. It's like, wait a minute. Mistakes into miracles. Mistakes into miracles. That's it. Uh, oh, let's see what other anime I have here on my uh, top 10 list. God, why do I mark some of this 10? Let's see. Perfect Blue. Some One of the Ghost in the Shells. The Real Experiment Lane. Pokemon. I really like Pokemon. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Royal Space Force Wingus of Onomize. It's a it's an old movie from the 80s or like the early 90s. Really good. Mononoke. Has is, is either of you ever watched Mononoke? Princess Mononoke? Yes, no? I have. Yes. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Magica Madoka. Oh, that reminds me. You guys, uh, I the, the latest thing I'm watching right now is uh, Ranking of Kings. Very underwhelmed. Did not like it. Everyone's like, oh, this is the greatest show ever. Would it still be the greatest show ever? if there wasn't a juxtaposition between the art style and the plot, because I feel like there's a lot of people who are fooled into thinking that something is deeper than it actually is. If the plot doesn't match the art style, like you, you look at it. Oh people look yeah. At it, this one. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, but it's not that great. It's pretty generic. If it, if it had a normal fitting art style, no one would notice it or think that there's anything special about it. Odd taxi didn't just mix weird art with nothing you have to do more than just draw things in an unexpected way you, it's sometimes a weird art style is indicative of artistic vision and what you watch is actually good but sometimes it's just there for no reason and people are, are just you know they fall into the trap they look at something oh this looks weird it must be good but it isn't good it's just average a lot of people are gonna listen to this podcast and be mad at me because i hate everything that they like <laughs> No, see, what they do uh, is it makes them want to listen harder because then they want to, like, argue with you in the comments. That's that's the secret oh, to yeah. the sauce. Yeah. Yeah, Ranking of Kings, that one looks like a... that The whole shtick, it's like a shtick, right? So, it, like, the whole thing about it is, oh, it looks like a children's uh, art book, whatever, and then it ends well, up being really fucked up and gory. No, not so much. It It ends up being pretty generic because I think about it, and if this plot was placed onto an anime with a regular art style, no one would think that there's anything special or or unique about it. The The art style catches your attention, but with a normal art style, people just think it's generic. There's nothing amazing about this. I, you know, I remember this because I looked at, I saw Madoka on my, uh, on my list here, and I thought to myself, you know, this is, Madoka did do this subversion thing, but it didn't just end with, hey, it's, uh, it's Magic Girls, but it's kind of fucked up and one of them dies it, it was an actual deconstruction of the genre you have to do <laughs> more than just have an ill-fitting art style but some people think that that's all you really need if the art doesn't look like you'd expect it to look then the show is deep it is not you are wrong you have trash taste and i have good taste and i'm cool and you're lame right 
No, there has to be more substance to it than. I mean, I think that's another thing. Is a lot of people that consume anime are kind of shallow. Also, sounds harsh, but like it's like it's. They also consume that. a lot of Cheetos. <laughs> that's why their uh, keyboards are constantly sticky for multiple reasons. One of them is Cheetos, yeah. but um, One but no, it's I, there is Cheetos. like there is a a lot of shallowness in the anime community where a lot of people like they look at art styles or whether whether or not they they the characters look nice and they'll like somehow make the anime better. Or you could be like a complete fucking retard like Digibro who only watches anime if he wants to have sex with like the anime girl characters and he thinks they're good if they're uh, fuckable. And it, he doesn't like old anime because it doesn't feature like little girls uh, a lot of the times. And so he thinks it's bad and ugly. So Is there's that, also that. I haven't watched much Digibro. I don't remember him saying that. I remember have, him having awful taste, but uh, that's about it. No, it uh, that was a, I can't remember. I can't tell you exactly what what part he said that, but literally he liked a shitty um, anime about girls driving military grade boats, and he thought it was good oh, because the, the girls were fuckable to him. <laughs> and, and he got into an argument with his other anime person, anime tuber, if you will, who, who only thing he talked about was um, like older 80s and 90s anime, which is nice, right? It's nice for people to talk about something that isn't just mainstream shit for clout. He's just genuinely enjoyed older anime and he got into a fight with this guy because he thought the art style back in the 80s and 90s were ugly and he doesn't want to fuck the characters. So that makes the anime bad. A real, uh, a real astute gentleman. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Digibro was mad about the old 80s art style because the characters weren't fuckable? I wish I was making this up. No, this actually happened. And I wish I could tell you the name of the guy who talked about 80s, 90s. Yeah, I could probably ask Nakuro, but um, no, it was a thing. It was a controversial thing that happened back in like, God, like 2015, 16. It happened a while back. But yeah, no, think... Digibro's been up to this fucking bullshit for a while. But yeah, I think the no. The second, it... listen. I think the second most awkward moment on the Dick Show uh, was basically my fault. He was inviting Digibro onto uh, onto the show on Twitter, and I was like, I just jumped in. I was like, Hey, uh, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was like, Hey, Digibro likes to fuck children, or something along those lines, and that that ended up being brought up on the show, and that led to his famous speech about how he wants to fuck anime children. <laughs> And then there's this music horrible... in the background too. <laughs> yeah, you can. Dame's edit is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> so that was unfortunately my fault. Uh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. No, it's a great idea. No, that's funny. one of the most legendary <laughs> moments on the Dick Show, and just Dick's reactions, where he's like, "Oh," he's <laughs> like, he's cringing so hard, starts contorting and becoming even smaller like, than ah. usual. Yeah, he's like, "Ah, when you say that." You realize yeah. what you're saying, right? And Digibro's just yeah. like, yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> Sometime later, he uh, he blocked me because he, I got into some kind of argument with him where it ended with him explaining how him kicking off to Lollicon is him protecting the First Amendment. Very, very, uh, very intelligent legal take. <laughs> so anyway, he blocked me after that. At some point, I considered making a, a video about him, but I gave it up because uh, the... The fucking, like, I had this planned out and I started doing the research before I got bored. And the ending of the video would have been me comparing Digi to Monkey Jones. Like, explain, because it was right around the time Digi oh. kicked Monkey Jones out of the, out of their podcast. So I was like, 
look at like look at this loser and look at this cool guy and luckily i didn't make that video in time the chad we... monkey jones versus the virgin did yeah, you bro? Yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> that was what the video was going to be and i was like great and of course it doesn't work now imagine if i had actually fucking put that video out the video would have literally ended with me comparing digibro unfavorably to monkey jones i would have been that. i bet you that would have been one of his favorite videos ever because now they hate each other but like oh yeah but, but but like a few months after i i started like tentatively researching digibro to make the the video the whole monkey jones thing happened i was like oh yeah this this video is not getting made now i i'm not rewriting the script because the 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 punchline of the video is uh, is ruined and I was like thankful that I did not put this out immediately prior to that happening because that would have been god awful. I would, I would have like a million comments like, "Oh, is Mo is Monkey Jones still cool? You still like Monkey Jones?" Oh, you know, I'm glad I think Monkey it's was able to recover from that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's aged better now. But like, holy shit, that would have been hilarious if it was like you release release it the day after like the Monkey Jones sex tape and all that crap came no, out. You just about have him. to like. You have to have like a brief pause in the video, and then it's just like a close up of Monkey's smirk from the leaked tape, <laughs> just slowly <laughs> zooming in with like music in reverse, like do 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 do. I still like Monkey. I just don't like his content anymore because he hasn't made anything good for a while. Like immediately after the whole thing happened, he was like, "I'm done with drama. I hate drama. I don't like drama at all anymore." And it's like, yeah, but you really don't like it now because you're the, at the center of it. Like literally a week before that, he was reading Quentin reviews DMs that he was sending him and uh, <laughs> auctioning off one of his friends' belongings because they got into a fight. Like. Don't, don't give me that shit where, oh, I don't like drama anymore. You liked it literally a week ago. And so now he makes content that I find to be rather generic and not fun anymore. Which is unfortunate because the original stuff he used to make is some of the best shit ever on YouTube. It was, no, it's it, for it, real. I used to binge watch Monkey Jones. The, the anime reviews thing had an actual plot and it, it had a good plot. It It's way above anything you, His... I've ever seen on, on YouTube. Like, it's or just, quality content they're just anything that like i forget I, what, what was it like was his review of like boku no pico where he just goes off the rails about his uncle alex well that's or, the thing that got him <laughs> famous that i ended up on uh, yeah on reddit and they really liked it and that's what jump started him but he had like this entire show of anime reviews where he would review anime but it also had like a plot where first of all he would review anime very badly he'd say that good stuff is bad and bad stuff is good and misunderstand stuff very funny stuff but he had like an underlying plot where monkey jones is the alter ego of a guy who got molested by his uncle so he created the monkey jones persona to, to deal with the to, to review to review anime to distance himself from from what happened to him when his uncle molested him and made up this conspiracy theory about how his uncle was framed for molesting him by the it's like an entire plotline brilliant stuff there's and so he has his monkey jones persona and his uh his regular monkey his himself and the monkey like it's two different people like he has split personality and there's this absolutely brilliant series of videos he made where his one persona finds his other persona on youtube and reviews his videos from the other persona's perspective, and then his two personas get into a slap fight reviewing each other's videos. 
brilliant comedy, amazing stuff. So unfortunately, he doesn't make stuff like that anymore because he doesn't like drama anymore. Get into it. Come on. Come on. Jim. Get into it with someone. And that's actually like a recurring thing, too. It's just like, you know, people have the, this like, you know, personal moral failing. And then they just decide, like, once that happens and everybody laughs at them, like, suddenly all they, they don't like making jokes or suddenly it's not funny anymore. It's not yeah. funny well, anymore because it's me. It's just like, not nah. personally. Personally, I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. Not only was it just like a huge like, because like I think what happened was like anytime something huge like um, like losing your fucking YouTube channel, like if that's your main source of like Evan, it's like losing your fucking job, right? It's devastating for people. So he lost his YouTube channel, which doesn't help his mental health. So he started doing weird radical shit, and then he um, obviously got exposed for being doing stupid shit in the background. So I think that plagued a lot on his insecurities because he's like he's not a secure guy. He's he's a he's a short man, right? Um, but yeah, I, I think that said he's a short man. That, that's that's immediate what you jump to. Well, I mean, come well, on, she's little a man woman. syndrome. She's a woman. What else? What else do they talk yeah. about? But the There's, rest of us being manlets. <laughs> but anyway, but he's I mean he's clearly been like on the insecure side for like I mean most of his life. But like I I think. What happened was after all that exposure, he's got insecure with his, his work and he doesn't really want to like try hard again, like how he used to make like actual like pieces of art. Like you could argue that that was like pieces of comedic art that he was making. Um, so now I think like he just doesn't want to try it. But it that that's just my like personal take from like people I think who it's know combina- him. I think it's a combination of not wanting to get banned again. So he's trying to keep his content relatively clean. And knowing he can't really get into fights with people because they'll just make fun of him. And like, what are you gonna what are you gonna say to these people? Like you would always start shit with people, but how, you're really gonna start shit with people now. So I think that's probably why he doesn't do it anymore. Part of it is just, you know, after he got made fun of, he doesn't like it anymore, which it's gay. It's gay. It's lame. Come on. Yeah. Come no. on, Jimmy. If you're listening to this, go go start a fight with someone. There's a lot of great people you could start a fight with, which is going to be a lot of fun for everyone. Or just do like anything, like anything that's like a like a, like a genuine like comedic piece of art that takes time and effort and script writing that you used to do. Because like even like your declassified videos, which is like a parody of Nes Declassified, like your school shooting videos, like I'll, I'll like and he also has like really fucked up like personal like. um well, I say personal, but like his videos about the school shooters, like Elliot Roger, he had like really morbid curiosity about. His content, his content was great, like top yeah. stuff. I loved it. Yeah, he just needs to. Um, I, I, I think he just needs to get kicked in the ass again <laughs> and get like, hey, you need to start making content that you genuinely Maybe. enjoy. That just crap because you feel like you had to put something up there. What we need Maybe to we do is need we to need wait. to make a gaslighting Monkey Jones list. And just hand it over to Kino. Like so it's like Kino, you have to do at least one of these things on the podcast whenever you're on with Monkey. Just like pick one of these things off this list. We're gonna gaslight Monkey Jones into returning as he used to be. Look, Monkey, come on the podcast. We'll talk about One Piece for two hours with you. We don't care. Come I on. I literally we'll could just... talk about One Piece for two fucking hours. Let's, let's fucking I can't because I, I haven't seen it. But like, no, seriously, we'll 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 have you on. We'll, we wouldn't mind having a podcast, just chilling, you know. But no, for I real. I have an like, idea. Listen, huh? I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay, so Monkey's favorite thing was talking about Elliot Roger. So, so I have a plan to get him back. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay, listen to this. Okay, so step one, I write a manifesto. Okay. <laughs> and Go then on. I uh, 
And then there's uh, close to where I live. There's a military base where a lot of people have guns. Uh, okay, so step three, uh-huh. I go to the military. Stop me at any point, really. I, I think it, <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> just uh, while wearing a rusty cage shirt, I am. I have schizophrenia and I have a gun or something. <laughs> while you go yeah. there. Uh, uh, yeah, no, for real, Mikey, come on the podcast if you want. Um, yeah, we we know people who knows people. Uh, but no, for, for we we are big. We were big fans of the Monkey Jones channel, and we would like to we would like to see you make those uh, genuine pieces of like comedic art that you used to. It was great. You know, the sad thing is, I have been at some point like had some. I was followed on the internet by basically everyone who has any connection to Monkey except Monkey. Like I like. <laughs> I like Monkey, and everyone who had any was everywhere anywhere in the circle at some point followed me on Twitter or talked to me or something. Only Monkey himself has evaded me. Well, Our I friend- think that's Monkey's way. Of, I, I just think that's Monkey Jones' character, <laughs> to be honest. Our, our romance can never blossom, unfortunately. We need to have a. You know what? Screw the anime podcast. We just need to have a date between Easy Peasy and Monkey Jones. <laughs> We do like those cringy Twitch dates, like they're, uh, you know, yeah. when you have two people on, just talk it out, see if you guys are have a compelling relationship, <laughs> speed dating. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we should uh, probably get to the um, the questions for Mister Ezem Mipizem. That's okay, right. We yeah, questions. we've got All a right. couple. I got a couple here. Um, actual s- anime questions. Actual anime questions. Uh, <laughs> do you simp oh. for Negev? That's the uh, the Israeli girl oh, yeah. from Girls Frontline. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, I used to be friends with uh, with the chick who I don't know if it's a, actually I don't know if it's a guy or a, or a girl who runs the Negev account. Until they recently recently got banned, they have a new account now. But yeah, it's a really cool it's a really cool uh, uh, character design. I've uh, I don't actually know where that's from. I just know that people send me pictures of it and uh, implied that that's what I look like when I shoot Palestinian children. <laughs> it's from uh, Girls Frontline. It's like a what is it like a gachi? I think it's a gachi game that now it's has like a like gachi, yeah. yeah. Gotcha game, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can play as an Israeli, this Israeli girl, and go and uh, you know, murder power. Well, it's their, I, they're I play all as supposed, the gun. they're all like, yeah, they're all guns technically. So, yeah. like, you shoot down other anime girls, but like, they're supposed to be like an anime girl design of a specific kind of gun. So, yeah, uh, negative is a type of Israeli gun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, any more stupid questions? Yes. Um, if Neo Israel had a G Gundam, what would it look like, and how many Palestinians could it take out in one blast? Okay. So, okay, let's start thinking about this. First of all, it would have a uh, an energy shield to replicate our giant wall. Uh, the top of its head would be the golden dome. It would be the literal golden dome just to dunk on the Muslims, just fucking rip it out of the ground and put it on its head. Not even connected <laughs> to the to the there. robot. Yeah, it'll be just like a like the robot's yarmulke made just out of wearing a Muslim it like a fucking holy hat. site. Yeah, just just a fucking dunk on the Muslims. Uh, let's see what else would it be like. Of course, it'll be based on the Merkava tank. Uh, I'm I'm getting some great ideas here. Uh, how many how many Palestinians can it kill? It could probably kill all of them because we secretly, not so secretly, have nukes. So basically, every bullet it shoots will be a nuclear device. Just fucking bomb Gaza into the ground, irradiate the <laughs> shit out of it. This is all an anime, YouTube. Uh, this is all what happens in a, this is in a supposed anime. If Neo yeah. Israel fought Neo Palestine in the uh, in the Gundam fight, 
<laughs> They'll have a, a fucking eye. Ah, that would be <sighs> my god. I really they should they should have more Israeli characters in uh in fucking anime shows. Like there were a lot of those popular. Like I said, another trend was cut was clones of uh of Pokemon, where people would figure out the ways to make all sorts of battle anime. So you'd get shit like um what's it called uh like Beyblade and uh and uh got meta metabots like tournament fucking shows yeah and every and every time there was a tournament arc you would get the uh the teams from the other countries and the teams from the other countries would always be terrible fucking stereotypes of the people who live in that country <laughs> bandit <laughs> keith I, I from Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> America <Yeah. laughs> There, there's something a lot worse though. There was uh, one episode of uh, of Beyblade when they. G- I remember this because I uh, I was talking to to Jim on Twitter like a few months ago when he was talking about how uh, how he likes <laughs> he likes the uh, what's it called that fucking Chinese checkers shell. He said he's it's cool. Hikaru no Go. He actually likes that shit. Fucking. Uh-huh. Um, he thinks Hikaru no Go is better than Beyblade. Which about which is completely wrong, of course. So, anyways, there's an episode of uh, of Beyblade where they play against a team from some sort of African country or Polynesian country, and the guys from that fucking country, the the guys representing that country, have they're black. They have big fat lips. One of them shows up on screen eating a banana when they were first introduced, and the Beyblade was made. They made them themselves out of wood. <laughs> And oh, I remember God, there was a, another crazy. episode. This is this is even worse. There was another episode of uh, of Metabot where they also had a tournament arc, and their opponents were a group from Mexico. And the group from Mexico are three identical Mexican guys with big mustaches, sombreros, and ponchos. And all they say <laughs> is "amigo." They're like "amigo, amigo, 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 amigo," and their Metabots look like cactuses. They did that in G Gundam too. The uh, Neo Mexican Gundam is the Tequila Gundam. It's got like a cactus sombrero. Isn't and shit. Neo, doesn't Neo doesn't Neo Mexico look like a giant sombrero? I remember seeing a video. Yes, that, a screenshot of that. God damn it! It's a giant fucking sombrero with little like cactuses and shit around it. Here, I'll bring I'll bring up the picture on the screen so you can see this and all. It's like fucking. It's fucking glory. Look at that. Look at that fucking cactus. <laughs> it looks like a sombrero that's a cactus. Holy shit. My I know. God. It's 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 beautiful. I, I love the subtle racism of G Gundam. It's it, it just brings a smile to my face. That's I think that's, why I, that would be a good one to start you off with. If you're interested in Gundam, because it's it's like the silliest one from what I understand. That's why I uh, I really like I was saying, I I really love it. If one of these shows had, if more of these shows, if any of these shows had an Israel team, like I would love to know what awful stereotypes they make of my people. That would be great. The only time there's like only two Jewish characters I've ever seen in an anime. One of them is uh, a minor character in uh, uh, what's it called, not darker than black. God, Dark- that show. I'm sorry. No, it said not darker than black. Yeah, I those shows were running at the same time. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Uh it's that show where the when were a lot of gunfights and uh 
God, I I'll remember in a second. A lot of gunfights, huh? That that, that yeah. never is it down. <laughs> yeah, there's a girl called I think Remy, and the and a guy who's a Japanese office worker gets roped into working with some sort of uh, terrorist organization. Ah, yeah, I'll, I'll is remember. That in a the Big O is that it? No, not the Big O. Oh, I think no, not that show. God, I can't remember. Anyway, I'm sure someone will recognize what I'm talking about. So anyways, there was a background character there who's Israeli and moved to Japan to learn to make anime. And in another show made by the same guy who made Serial Experiment Lane, there's uh, a scene where a bunch of religious figures from uh, from different denominations show up to uh, banish uh, an evil spirit. And somewhere in the background, there's a rabbi. And that's the only those are the only Jews I've ever seen in anime. Oh, you were thinking so of... I, like, I know exactly what anime you're thinking of. Uh, you think of Black Lagoon? It's Black Lagoon. That's it. That's yeah. what I was thinking. No. Hated huh. Black Lagoon. Hated it. <laughs> Fucking hated it. <laughs> Why can't I can't get into it? Because no one can actually shoot a gun. When they could be running away from a hundred people shooting at them, and they're out in the open, not behind any cover, and all of the people shooting at them are trained assassins, and not a single bullet even grazes them. How can I take this shit seriously? None of this is suspenseful. Is it like supposed to be like a PG or PG thirteen anime where they're like, there's no gore or anything or blood when they're no, actually no, shooting? there's gore, there's blood, but they have plot armor. So even they're standing out in the open, being shot at by a hundred trained professional assassins, not a single one of them hits them, and you can't oh. take the show fucking seriously. This this is not suspenseful. I know they're not in danger. I see. Okay. <laughs> uh, People really like that of- show because of Revy. Because her yeah. fucking tits are always out. Yeah. She's the uh, tomboy with muscles, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, her. yeah. The <laughs> sadistic as <laughs> okay. fuck. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay. The, the manic pixie dream girl of, of, of Black Lagoon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were the uh, other questions that yeah, were totally one... not anti-Semitic or anything? Right, totally, totally. We, we love Israel <laughs> and the Jews. Uh, Anglerfish uh-huh. Chan says, Is he afraid that Dan Harmon, Rebecca Sugar... Or Alex Hirsch will try to leave a flaming bag of their own poop on his doorstep one day. What? Dramatic pause. No, I I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 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 No, I'm uh, I'm not afraid of that. I think uh, all of Hirsch's poop stays in the office. He's not. He doesn't like to take it outside. (laughs) (laughs) He likes to savor it for himself. Yeah, the maids will clean it up. Alex Hirsch. He's the guy who made um, Gravity Falls, right? Yeah, that show's actually not so bad. I actually, I, I like Gravity thing. Falls, but yeah. uh, he's like a, a he's like a progressive retard. So yeah. he's he like That's his Twitter true. is like absolute cancer. So yeah, but at least he has some standards for for the for the shows he makes. Uh huh. He, he actually expected people to show up at the office and do their job. So at least you got to give him credit for that. At least he actually planned out the plot before he started making the show which a lot right. of the people who are making animation right now don't do. It's all board-driven, but it's... Like, these people are incompetent. They get into stupid fucking fights in the middle of the office about whose plotline they should follow. It's There's supposed to be one guy who writes the plot and tells them what to do. You, you can't run a show like that. And that's how you get disappointing endings over and over and over. Well, never mind. Any more, <clears throat> any more questions? Yeah, this one's from Unga Bunga on Twitter. He says, which anime, in your opinion, subverts Western ideals the best? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which anime subverts Western ideals the best? God, that's a... 
I should I should have prepared for uh, for the fucking questions. Let me let me see on my anime list if I can uh, find anything. Well, there's a cute little anime called Michiko Tohachin. Uh, it's about a Mexican black chick with a white child. I'm not I'm not sure what I'm trying to say here, but I, I have a feeling that if I watched it again, I'd I'd find the answer to the question in this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, Michiko actually, and Hachin no, actually wait, had wait, that wait, on wait. Tsunami. Actually, actually, no, this uh, this show actually fits American sta- standards perfectly because the show ends with uh, the main the main character, the the little white girl, um, having a black child and the father leaving the home and leaving her with a child. So that's oh. a, a very American show. Yeah, that's very American standard right there. Yes, okay. Very progressive. Very nice. So, so that doesn't subvert the American standard. That, that actually fits it perfectly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So no, that's uh, that's my answer for now. I wasn't prepared for the question. Okay. It it's better this way. <laughs> it is it is better this way. Uh this is from yeah. the Max Vader. He's a writer for Anime Outsiders. Oh, it's Maxo. I know says, I know Max. Yeah, what is the most Jewish anime? God, they're they're, they're constantly coming at me with these uh with these shows. Apparently there's a an anime running right now where it's basically an isekai and a guy gets transported to another world and he basically reinvents capitalism there. So uh, that's uh, I think that would be the most Jewish show. Oh, you mean uh, realist hero? Yeah, realist, realist hero. Uses, yeah, he uses uh, Machiavellian tactics and capitalism to like completely remake an isekai world. Actually, no, 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 no. At the time I got reincarnated as a slime is the most Jewish anime because, as I said, he commits a war crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He commits a war crime and, and enslaves an entire population of people. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty. <laughs> that's like, the Jura Force is just Israel. That that time I got reincarnated as a slime in echo chambers. Rimuru yeah. <laughs> <laughs> echo. Just put that in triple parentheses right there. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, moderator Marcy on Twitter. It says. There's a theme to all these questions. I don't know if you can tell. It says, oh, ask him yeah, if he knows any so. Jewish anime girls with big Khazar milkers. I mean, we did already have Negev. So that that's yeah. one. That's one. Uh, there's that one girl who likes frogs on uh, on Twitter. She's Jewish. She has very large Khazar milkers. Oh, you're talking about uh, fuck, uh, Fat Lover 69? Yeah. I thought uh, she's Ukrainian. Ben... Are, there, are there Ukraine yeah, Jews? She's, she's a Ukrainian Jew, yeah. Oh, big... I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Of course, there's my favorite anime character, Ben Shapiro's sister. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's true. That is true. Uh huh. <laughs> What's with the uh, is uh, Israeli bitches having big titties, huh? Or is it just just a thing? Uh oh, I know who else. Uh, Jai Sama, I think, is Jewish. She's from hell and she's cheap. So that uh. Oh, but you actually have the Israeli government having an official TikTok thought, right? That does dances and stuff. I don't really. know if she's a. I don't actually know if she's official. Like I, I think she's just some chick who's doing it, but it's kind of too good. Like I feel the government is actually hiring her to do this shit because most Zionist shillings on the internet aren't actually getting paid for it. Like there's a, a conspiracy. They do theory it for that free. They they literally do it for free. Yeah, there's a, a conspiracy theory that there's the Hasbara, and people people don't understand that Hasbara just means explanation, which is a shitty name for it but people get this idea that there's an actual hasbara organization paid for by the government 
like the the Chinese Fifty Cent Army, that there are people online who are who are from Israel who are there to shill for Zionism. No, they, these people just do it because they enjoy it. I see. I mean, if I had if I had a theory about Israel doing something like nefarious, my first thing would be like, well, obviously they're not going to fucking pay for it. I mean, come yeah, on. Of course not. <laughs> Pity pictures. Like, I've heard they're over there. <laughs> if listen, if if China tried to make the fifty cent army here, it would be like, what do you mean fifty cents? Like, can I can I get like okay, the minimum wage first of all is eight dollars. So so no go. We try to tackle it. <laughs> it would never get off the ground. Because fifty cents. Where's my seventy five cents you owe me? I want yeah. those five dollars. <laughs> You're gonna pay me that hundred dollars you owe me. <laughs> if they try to do that shit here, we would bankrupt their economy. Okay, they're gonna, we're gonna get a living wage out of this. You're not, you're not gonna pay us fifty fucking cents. A living wage, healthcare <laughs> benefits. Uh... Yeah, is it, the moment they started, the fucking economy craters. They're fucked. They're gonna be paying us reparations for years. The Germans are gonna be fucking laughing at them. Again, fifty uh. cents, my ass. <laughs> This one is from uh, Heinrich on Twitter. He says, how do you see yourself as a YouTuber? Uh, I don't. I see myself as a mentally deranged retard who has nothing better to do. <laughs> so I just make whatever the fuck I want. I, I see some sort of content on the internet and I think to myself, hey, I'll do that. So for a while, I saw some, uh, some cartoon reviews. Eh, I'll make some cartoon reviews. I see some uh, anti-feminist videos. Sure, why not? I'll, I'll make that. I see some streams I like. Yeah, I'll make a stream. I saw a lot of, uh, a lot of PragerU YouTube poop. Okay, so I made, like, at this point, the amount of Prager YouTube poop I've made is about the length of a feature film. So that's, uh, that's pretty good. Basically, I make whatever I feel like making. I don't see myself as a YouTuber. I don't ask people for money for what I make, because what I make is shit, and I make it for myself. Uh, that's about it. That's how I see myself. If I get banned, who gives a shit? Oh, this is a fun question. We didn't really talk about Encyclopedia Dramatica too much, because... Why does every single Encyclopedia Dramatica server owner end up on drugs and or in jail and or has their news leak? Oh, by the way, uh, one of our uh, moderate, one of our admins simply went to jail. Again. <laughs> Again. It never fails. Yeah. It never yeah. fails. So currently we have a problem where uh, after the previous moderator went, to, the previous admin went to jail, uh, the ownership of the site got split, a bunch of people got into a fight, and, and both of them opened competing Encyclopedia Dramatica websites. And then, one of the Encyclopedia Dramatica websites, the guy who owns the actual domain, he got sued twice by people suing Encyclopedia Dramatica, and a few, got, a few weeks ago, he went to jail for shoplifting. So that's, uh, they're, all, they're always in jail, every fucking time. So were they schizophrenics before or after all the drug use? I, no, I don't think he uses it. No, no, he does use a lot of drugs. Actually, that's true. He did. Use <laughs> I was like, before like, or after? <laughs> it's like something just like I don't know if it's like ownership of Encyclopedia Dramatica just like dr just like drives these people, or if like they just become server owner and they just like it immediately just like hits them. They get possessed by the spirit of the website and they must do copious right. amounts of drugs and get arrested. By the way, uh, the forum has been down since morning. I haven't checked on the website itself. Let's see. Insight. I think you're the only one who hasn't been on copious amounts of drugs and ended up in jail. Nope. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I think the site is down. 
courtesy of ED Sars, currently down for maintenance. I'm guessing uh, the other admin is also currently in jail. The site has been down since morning. I, I think he's in jail because the admin of the site that hasn't gone to jail yet currently is, uh, is a known stalker. So I have a feeling he's also in jail. Oh, Lord. well, it never fails over there. It's like, <laughs> it's like if you really, really, really want to go to jail, just become the server owner of Encyclopedia Dramatica. At one point, someone um, after the site went down the last time, someone suggested I become the owner of the site. And I just said no, but not because I'm afraid of going to jail, because I didn't want to pay money for the servers. I, I'm not, I'm not giving them <laughs> money. <laughs> the jokes write themselves, them fuck- folks. Yeah, I'm not giving them a fucking dime. I already got scammed for money for from the drug addict. Uh, the Jewish admin. server moderator doesn't want to give his uh his website any money, huh? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I fell for that shit once. I gave some money to to Zyger, the drug addict uh, admin, and he told me. I I asked him, is this? Are you gonna pay your rent for the for this? Are you stealing my money to pay rent for you and your whore girlfriend? He he assured me that no. This is money for the site. He is not pay- using it to pay his rent. And of course, he stole it and used it to, I was about to, to say. pay his rent. So anyway, I paid yeah. my horror girlfriend with the money I stole from the Jewish man. <laughs> By the way, he was also half Jewish, so it makes sense. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a big secret. He told me not to tell anyone that he is half Jewish because he didn't want the p- other people on the site to know that he is half Jewish. Oh, that's It was funny. like a big thing for him, yeah. Uh, that's funny <laughs> i miss those days of the internet so much just like the just insanity of it all like, well you can still, still find insanity there. here yeah. and there yeah like listen i don't go i don't go out of my way to to visit encyclopedia dramatic or fortune anymore because everything i used to find there almost all of it i can find on twitter like the only difference is you can't say the n-word explicitly but eh, i'm still like following i know a bunch it's a of, shame i mm-hmm. i fo- Half the people I'm following, or whose tweets at least I see on my timeline, are mentally ill neo-Nazis. It's exactly the same as Encyclopedia Dramatica. Literally, the only difference is they can't actually say the the N-word. They have to spell it out tweet by tweet. That's the only difference. It's a noble goal, though, to get the the combo, the five combo. (laughs) Yeah, the N-Tower, yeah. One one time I saw people spell out white girls fuck dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Now that is an epic epic tower you know look at look at that compare that to the 2008 beijing olympics opening ceremony and you know who wins it's the it's the white girls fuck dogs obviously that is a much better choreographed piece of artwork okay Uh (laughs) uh-huh rusty cage is is inspired yeah Yeah. i'm thinking of uh starting a new uh a youtube channel i'm gonna call it rustic age I'm just gonna steal all his videos. That's it. You're just gonna re-upload everything. Just re-upload <laughs> every fucking video. <laughs> you mean like Rusty. that one t- one Twitter account yeah. that re-uploads his old tweets that he deletes? Yeah. It's like deleted Rusty Cage tweets. Just <laughs> what's he gonna do about it? Shoot me. He's never gonna find me. I am Rustic Age. Okay. <laughs> God, that would be that would be a funny bit. Uh, I'll be his fucking evil twin. I'm looking at Twitter and I'm seeing a, a bodybuilding midget. Shouldn't have looked at Twitter today. <laughs> See, that's the fun part about Twitter is to like you go over there and you never know what crazy shit you're gonna find. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's why Rumble and uh, and all those alternatives don't work because I I need I need the mentally ill people contrasted with the the semi-normal people. 
Okay, I can't just have twenty four hours mental. Or like illness. you have like the left, like the left mentally ill versus the right mentally ill people, and them getting yeah. into arguments. That's great too. Yeah, the fun on Twitter is that I can always get into a fight with someone who hates me. The only reason to go to Rumble or Gab is to pick fights with conservatives. Like, literally, the only people who should be using Gab is the people that Gab doesn't want to use. If you're a communist, go to Gab. Pick fights with them. You'll have a lot of fun. Or, um, what you recently got, uh, like, got banned because uh, you got into a fight with an actual, like, feminist because you made a no, jar opening joke. Yeah, I wasn't banned. I was suspended. But yes, uh, it's this feminist puts out this question every year. Like, women, what would you do if, uh, if there were no men for 24 hours? And the answers are, like, fucking ridiculous. I would go for a walk. You know, if you bitches went for a walk every day, that would be a, a real improvement anyways. Maybe you should consider <laughs> that. Uh-huh. <laughs> every single one of that, on, on that thread looks like she should be going on a walk every day. A power walk, preferably. <laughs> A jog, if you will. <laughs> yeah. And so, of course, I responded, all of, all of the jars would remain unopened. And she, uh, she retweeted my, my uh, quote tweet. And then a bunch of angry feminists started, like, leaving angry replies. And I had the most fun I had in a while. Like, the most fun I ever had on the internet was when I was on Tumblr and I started a, uh, an account on Tumblr which makes fun of fat people's selfies. And then they would send me death threats and hate mail, and I just made a game out of uh, responding to, to their threats with one-liners. Like, that's, that's a lot of fun for me. So I got that to have that experience again. Like, feminists would say things to me that they thought were clever, and then I'd respond to them with insults. A lot of fun. Eventually, though, I went a little too far. Uh, one of the women who, in, according to her bio, is a female comedian, uh, <laughs> suggested uh -huh. to me that she would bang my head against the counter to loosen my neck up like she would with a jar. And then I responded that that's not how it works. You're supposed to twist it. And then I uh, posted a picture of someone breaking a woman's neck. So, uh, of course, that got me suspended. <laughs> See, this is why I fucking hate... I fucking hate Twitter. You get banned oh. over the funniest things. <laughs> She started it. She started it. Like, whatever uh, happened to talk shit and get hit? Some comedian can't even take a fucking joke. Like, holy shit. That's hilarious. By the way, uh, immediately after that little episode, someone sent me a DM from a blocked account. Uh, and this is what the DM said. First of all, the, uh, the PFP of the, of the account is a uh, middle-aged in a dress. So you already know this is going to be a quality DM. It says, quote, Hope you enjoyed the fact I reported your bitch ass. I'm angry that you, among other support, Encyclopedia Dramatica, you son of a bitch, that page has ruined my fucking life. So I'm going to make sure you get hell coming. I want that article of me. It's hard to read because there's no punctuation. I want that article of me there deleted or else I keep reporting you. Now, I want those pictures of me taken off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, working the, on it. <laughs> and the problem is, this person blocked me. So, and I can't find the. I actually went out to look for the article because I was curious who's this, who this crazy person is, and I can't find the article because it's a burner account. And I can't ask them what the article is because they blocked me. So, how the fuck am I supposed to delete their fucking article?
Not not a lot of forethought here. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to delete it anyway, but how did he expect me to do it exactly? I don't know who the fuck they are. That's the, one of the telltale signs of autism is that they just expect you to just know. <laughs> yeah. You don't know who I am. You should oh God, know. The picture, the picture is fucking awful, though. You, you want to see the, the, the profile picture of this guy? I, sure. I do. Yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have a, a fucking laugh at this. Hold on, hold on, getting it there. Or would I make this smaller? I'm not. Uh, What's with middle-aged men dresses being the most insane motherfuckers on the internet? Mm, weird correlation there. Yeah, hold on. Well, maybe I have supposed to. You gotta wonder if they were just white. born with the mental illness, or they, did they just acquire it? Did they acquire okay, it through certain kind of hormone replacements that made them extra I, I mentally posted... <laughs> I posted it in general. Oh no! It's like that literally looks like um that fucking Robin Williams character, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello, <laughs> hello, very easy peasy. I need you to take this article of me off the internet. I need you to take this article of me off the internet. <laughs> I don't appreciate Encyclopedia Dramatica. It's ruined my life. Oh, fuck. Yes, yeah, so, so I don't know who this guy is. I'm sorry, who this lady is. Of course. <laughs> but they, uh, they, they're adamant that I should take their article down, but I don't know who they are, so I can't really do that. Notice in the picture, uh, there's a little, I think it's, uh, yeah, cat food down in the corner, of course. Of course. He's designed by a grandma. This uh, whole fucking interior. He's wearing a muumuu. It is a muumuu. That's, that's it literally muumu. looks like Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, it's... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Holy so, shit. Yeah, that's my... Uh, I'm going to click a button, and I think it might... Uh, might kick me out of the chat. Hold on, let's see. And if it does, I'll uh, I'll rejoin. Just a second. Wow, here we go. Am I still there? Yes, nope, you're still here. Okay, I'm not good with technology. <laughs> That's okay, neither am I. I just am really good at faking it. I used to ask you for help with my stream, and I could never figure it out. Yeah, well, I mean, YouTube is just a pain in the ass to figure out in general, just because there's so many different pieces to it. Yeah, I, or I'm mentally retarded. That might also be the problem. Well, we're all a little special in our own way. A little retarded. Yeah. Let's see what else. What else do I have to say about anime? I, I remember scrolling through my list and finding a bunch of weird, awful shit that I wanted to, to talk about. Oh, wait, are there more questions? Yeah. What are other questions? Um, let's see. I already asked the Encyclopedia Dramatica one. Oh, yeah. Uh, there is a question about Chris Chan. It's about, are you following the Chris Chan uh, motherfucker trial? And do you have any thoughts on it? Well, I'm not, I don't know how I'm supposed to follow it because they're... He's in jail. Like, is there a court date? I, I don't know what's going on with that. Well, the court like, date actually got kicked down the road. Um, it was supposed to be like yeah. in January or something. And I think they punted it to like later this year. Uh, he, he's had a lot of letters uh, written from written from jail yeah, yeah. talking about uh, how Chris is the second coming. And uh, <laughs> now... people suspect that um, the only book he has is a, a Bible in his little jail cell. So he's just been writing that and writing Bible fan fiction of himself being actually Jesus. So uh, there's that. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Let me just check something out. 
Okay, so here's one of the letters. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. <clears throat> April sixteenth, nineteen sixty-three. My dear fellow clergyman, Walker and find here in the Birmingham City Jail. Oh wait, no, this is Martin Luther King's uh, letter from the Birmingham Jail. Never mind, I got confused. Sorry, that's the wrong. One. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> that that Shana Chu and Magic Chan and and Quickville. Yeah, it's just funny to me. It's just kind of compare the the, letter, the Martin Luther King letter from the Birmingham jail to, to Chris Chan <laughs> writing from from prison about being God. <laughs> God bless. A lot the of internet. historical parallels. What if it's just like what if just Chris is just a reincarnation of Martin Luther King? We're just we're just now <laughs> discovering it. <laughs> well, I just need I need somebody to do this like like a really bad art like a really bad Twitter artist someone that can like imitate Chris's style perfectly to have like Chris Chan and Martin Luther King doing the power fist and it just says one struggle on it <laughs> I just fucking and there's like you know like other like there's all the like Sonichu characters and like fictional characters in, in the background on Chris's side and on MLK's side it's like it's like uh, like a couple of recognizable like civil rights leaders, but also there's like a pharaoh back there for no reason. And <laughs> and the US giant, yeah, giant pyramid. George ship. Floyd. George Floyd. <laughs> I need this art to exist. <laughs> One struggle. And, you know, I, I had an idea recently. I talked about it on Twitter. When uh, there's always the the athletes that are kneeling during uh, during the national anthem. I have a solution for that. Next time they try that. Project a picture of George Floyd's neck onto the field. <laughs> I dare you to kneel, bitch. Come on, kneel. Kneel on his neck. I dare you. Oh, fuck. Do you make portable projectors? Because that would be the, the funniest fucking... If someone projects yeah. a... Uh, no, actually, I think they do make like portable projectors. I don't know about the range no. of it, but it would be funny if yeah, somebody be... did that. Just put like a like a George Floyd laying on the ground. And just have like, all these fucking athletes just kneeling on it and be like, Oh, I can't believe they would do that. Uh, hey guys, I, I have a question. I have a philosophical question. You guys know the Angry Video Game Nerd, right? Yes. Right, yeah. So I have, a, I, have a, I have a question. If he can take you back to the past to play the shitty games that suck ass, why hasn't he used that power to stop Hitler? Um, well, <laughs> I, I believe the Angry Video Game Nerd uh, has some unsolicited opinions about Israel. <laughs> he doesn't want us to know. I'm just Why so hasn't he stopped is, 9-11 at this point? <laughs> I think it's kind of shitty of him. Like it, It's kind of a poor misuse of his powers, really. Couldn't you, <laughs> couldn't you do something better with that? <laughs> you make a compelling <laughs> argument. <laughs> <laughs> we just... We just, uh, somebody, well, speaking of Twitter art, someone needs to draw, like, AVGN punching Hitler now. That'd be great. Well, He's gonna take you back to the past to kick Adolf Hitler's ass. <laughs> I don't know. It's the angry video game nerd, so he might go back and he might he might take over. He's like, no, 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 you did it wrong. You did it wrong. Let me show you how it's really done. <laughs> the angry video game showa. It's just the game showa. Him <laughs> trying to defeat Nazism, the Holocaust. I would Instead love of to, putting to them in, in camps, he just makes them all play really shitty video games from the future. <laughs> Someone ought to do it. I would love to see angry video game nerd content about, like, historical events. What is this gulag? I would rather eat shit from a buffalo's ass to be in this gulag. 
Uh, was there any more questions, Gator? I think that with uh, Chris Chanwin was the last question there. Okay. <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any questions you want to ask Easy Peasy before we start wrapping things up? Uh, do you have um any any waifus you simp over besides Nevgev? Uh, yeah, Mako from Kill a Kill. That's my uh, waifu. I see. Okay. That's uh, that's mine. That's yours. What's your favorite? Okay, then what? What is your favorite all-time anime that you could watch over and over again? Oh, wow, that's a that's honestly a hard question. Uh, probably Serial Experiment Lane. I really enjoy it. That has a lot of layers to it. Like not in like a pretentious way. Like it literally like you have to listen to what they're also, saying. Also, like, the episodes are called layers. That that is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that is one of those anime you have to watch like four or five times to really start to understand like, what's going on our our buddy uh, pal josh moon was like because josh hates anime right and he doesn't yeah. care about anime he doesn't he care hates about anime it. he hates weebs and just kind of wishes anime would just die well he talked about on his little podcast recently that he was uh he watched serial experience lane because all the weebs were like oh it's good it's good and he said he watched it one time. He's like, it's literally just a little girl trapped inside of a fucking computer. And it's the worst. It's fucking boring. It's the worst shit I've ever seen. And it's like, I mean, he's yeah. He's not, he's not, he's not an art critic. He has nothing, no fucking critical. No, <laughs> he's a fucking computer nerd that like writes code and stuff like that. He doesn't. Please leave uh, art reviews to the professionals like me, a mentally ill Jewish man on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lane is you good. Mean, like, you guys haven't seen critics? it. <laughs> yeah, you have to um, actually listen to what they're saying, not just like take it just everything for shallow verbatim. Like, there's a lot of it's it's early iceberg theory. They're only showing you a little bit, and you have to think you have to think for yourself about what they're actually trying to explain to you. So I don't like thinking. Like, I don't know what he does like, so I don't know why he doesn't like what he doesn't like. I like I like the show, and I. Eh. You know, I like Josh, but I don't really have any favor in his artistic critique of anything. That he's not the guy I would go to to ask what media is good or bad. So, not what gonna. He considers Keto. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna disregard his opinion on this because it, I I don't think he's uh, someone whose opinion I care about in the in this uh, in this field, should I say? Mm-hmm. Uh, Honestly, uh, I feel that way about like virtually everyone. Like half the Having a microphone does not make you an art critic. Most of the art criticism on YouTube is fucking garbage. It's it's trash. None of these people know what they're talking about, what they're doing. Like I'm not even yeah. talking about the lack of technical skills, which I I also have. I don't know the difference between lens si- sizes and and film stocks, but a lot of people make these reviews but have no critical faculties, and a lot of this is also cut down political lines so i i watch shit like i don't like i've watched clips from it i can't fucking bear to watch it but shit like efap and and the quartering and like and there's people who should not be talking about art and if i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this yeah no i i understand no uh our buddy the uh kena corner who was on the uh, episode with us he he talks about literally that he talks about like um like pieces of art that only exist to be a piece of art not like a toy commercial and he's actually worked on movies so he knows about all the technical size and all like like everything about that field of it too i like you know i mean i disagree with him that i do enjoy 
the cape shit. I don't think it's high art, but it's enjoyable. It's a nice way to waste your time. But he, I watch his videos because he actually knows shit about movies and he can actually analyze the movie and say what's good or bad about it. Right. <sighs> yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, that's SJW. Well, here's the thing. We like making fun of like the social justice aspect of it too. It's funny, but, um, yeah. But because, it does kind of come the, off as nitpicky. Like, if that's all you do is, like, the people nitpick. Make, yeah, there's, there's this on both sides, because you, your only real option for... No, there's, like, three options for media criticism on YouTube. You have right-wingers who can't, don't know what a theme is, so all they know how to, what to do is nitpick plot holes. That's not art criticism. And then there's leftists who make art criticism but don't know what a pl- don't care about they just want to be like Lindsay ellis where they're like no, they, <laughs> they want to come about... so problematic and like not know what the fuck they're talking about they don't care about anything besides the themes and their own subjective critical lenses that they apply to this so i get i get this is also useless because i also don't learn anything about the quality of the film i don't care about how this film is a parallel to fascism in your opinion. It's, or how it hurts your piece of review. Yeah. And, and then the third type of anime media criticism is just people who are bad and incompetent. And then somewhere amongst all of that, you'll find maybe a sliver, a handful of people who can actually make a good critical review. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the funny <laughs> thing is, it's the people who make deliberately shitty reviews that make actually accidentally good ones. Like, I enjoy E semicolon R because aside from all the edgy jokes, he actually gives good art criticism. And I was listening to him talk on EFAP and he's like, hey, you know, they asked him who he likes, and he's like, Oh, I like douchebag chocolate. So I looked this guy up, and again, it's the same thing. The guy's reviews I like douchebag chocolate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His reviews are basically a joke, but the content of the review is actually worthwhile. It's good critical content. So Literally, the best content you're going to find on YouTube is people making... Oh, you know who else? Who else? Uh, Seth. Also, great reviews. Yeah. I love Seth. A bunch Seth. of Holocaust. Yeah. People who can, like, dis- dissect it, like, in a critical way, uh, but like- still, like, somehow, like, make jokes out of it and making it, like, an entertaining product. So, the people in that sense, they're just complaining seriously, the whole time. The people who take their fucking YouTube reviews too seriously end up making crap. I don't know. They're too up their own ass to actually criticize anything seriously. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of Kino Corner, uh, go to his channel, find his first video, and laugh at his stupid shirt. His just, first just, uh, video? Wait, hold on. I gotta look that up now. His his first video, huh? Yeah. Let me see. I go over here. He he does wear a lot of uh, silly shirts. Oh, but the first one is completely awful. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, the, the best Christopher Nolan movie you've never seen? Uh, I don't Oldest? remember the, name of the video. Hold on. I think that's his first video. Let me look. That is his first video. And then there's one there he reviews Slacker. You were on his podcast, though, right? Yeah, you were. Yeah, uh, yeah I was on a couple of. Oh, shows. I see. <laughs> yeah, look at that shit. Yeah, that's the video. The best Christopher <laughs> Nolan video you've never seen. What the hell is he wearing? Oh, that fucking parka. Uh, is that what it is? Is it a parka? I don't fucking know. It looks like a, a piece of ugly Renaissance fair costume. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I don't have my cell phone on me because I re- Hold on. I can take a screen cap out of this. I'm going to tell him. Uh, 
Currently making fun of you, Lamel. <laughs> <laughs> Currently making fun of you on the anime boom. I don't think uh, Kino's gonna let me on his uh, podcast with OK anymore because they have to censor me screaming out the N word. I think this is uh, the first podcast. No, 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 that doesn't count. But it's one of the, the only podcasts where I haven't said something so awful it needed to be edited out. But I still haven't seen the the finished product. So I have a feeling you're going to go over this and edit out some of what I said. I try well, not to if I can help it. Um, the last episode. Uh, <laughs> so like there, there are certain things you can't like say on Spotify. And Jim just like starts going through the list. And I'm just like, oh, well, some of that's going to have to be taken out. Or like the we had to take away the tuna chan uh, segment at all. Well, there's like tuna um, basically her labia coming out of her dress. Yeah, there's oh. people who re-uploaded like the raw like footage of it, which is yeah, fine. Yeah. You know they can do that. But like um, we had to take yeah, it out of our own personal channels because yeah. it uh, just uh, the adult age restriction really cucks you in the algorithm. So we yeah. had to <laughs> had to take that out. I was uh, on the um, what's it called. The Creator Unknown podcast uh, a while ago, like a year ago or two, and they had to cut out an entire segment for when for like five minutes it's just me screaming about how Boogie One Nine Eight Eight is uh, fat. I don't know why I got into it. I just started <laughs> yelling at Boogie being fat. Your eyes yeah, glazed they, over, and it overcame yeah. you. You're like, I have to make fun of. <laughs> yeah. Then they had to cut out another bit where, uh, where I threatened to commit a school shooting, and uh, then they had to cut out another bit where I, uh, they asked me to sell a fictitious product, and my idea was the uh, Jeffrey Epstein come finding Blacklight. So that had to, also had to go. <laughs> oh, funny. That, that one? That one's funny. Uh, I start I talking do, about molesting children. I, I do like the, the creative unknown podcast. They, had, um, they actually had the Smiling Friends cast on uh, with Zach yeah, and, yeah, Cusack, um, I think yeah. it's Michael Cusack. Yeah, they're, they're great. Um, yeah. They'll probably also have to cut some of that out too. But uh, here, we'll ask you one last question: Have you seen Smiley Friends yet? Oh yeah, I really liked the the Mr. Frog episode. That was a, that was. Hello, Mr. Frog. <laughs> Hello, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Where he just does a slur for like a whole ass minute. It's like I really fucking hate those beep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's... And then on and then... the uh, it'll be relates probably like a week from now, but on the actual Creative Unknown, they were asking Zach and them, they were like, hey, what is the actual thing that Mr. Frog said? And Zach said, you know what? It's whatever you think of. Whatever. It's like a litmus test. Like, whatever you think is the worst shit Mr. Frog to ever say is what he actually says. Like, <laughs> because they didn't actually say anything. He's yeah. like, it's whatever, it's whatever you think would be awful well, for Mr. A, Frog to say. That's kind of a tired joke. Like, I've, I've heard it a lot of times, but eh, whatever. I, but, I mean, but I, I don't fucking, know. It's great. It ha- the episodes are hit or miss. Like the the episode where he's in the forest, there are like almost no jokes. And that that episode is kind of weak, but overall, it's a it's a good show. Mm-hmm. I I really like it. I'm a big fan of Zach Cadle and um like Oni plays and all their like group of people. And I've been watching like a lot of new ground shit for forever. So yeah, I I I I I like seeing those people be really successful because they deserve it. You know. They're really hardworking people and creative too. Like, like smiling friend. You, I don't really think of anything else that's quite like it. That's even currently airing. Right it's now, good content, mm-hmm. yeah. quality shit. Yeah, I just hope All they don't right. get yeah. cucked out of their show because uh, you know certain people at Adult Swim get get upset that they're getting upstaged because it's better. You know, like what they did to Sam Hyde in Million Dollar Extreme. 
Yeah. It was, okay. I think, um, I think with that in particular, I think it's just that it was, it was Tim and Eric. I think it was. Oh, did you I, read the, the deranged review? No. You didn't what? read the deranged review of, uh, of Smiling Friends? Oh, no, no, no. I think they actually brought that up on the Creative Unknown podcast where it was just one, oh. it was literally just one like unpleasant review where they went off on like how terrible it is and all this stuff. No, they I, run I, off about how the, the episodes are metaphors for, uh, for right wing positions like completely yeah, yeah. insane shit like reads way too much into it utterly insane i fucking hilarious they they kind of like it's it, but their whole like political stance it's like it anything political is extremely extremely subtle if anything because i yeah. i know zach's really into like politics like really into it he just doesn't talk about it openly that often unless he's like on something like the sleepy cast a cab or sleepy yeah. cabin um but it's it's only like extremely subtle if it's anything politics. Like, it's like to the point where it doesn't even matter. Like at one point, one of the characters wears that "I'm with her" shirt, like the the Hillary Clinton thing. I'm with her for really no fucking reason. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's little things like that. That yeah. if anything, but it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter to the plot. So yeah. fun stuff, good stuff. Mm -hmm. All that's right, really there... the best kind. That's the best kind of stuff when it's just. Because, like, there, there's this push to, like, people are like, oh, I want to keep politics, you know, completely out of all of my forms of popular media. And it's like, no, the, the you're not mad about politics being in it because, like, for instance, Gundam and Legend of the Galactic Heroes have political themes in it. What you're mad about is, like, the really low ball, low IQ, force fed bullshit. That's what you're mad about. People, progressivism yeah well people i mean because because it happens on the right too just not as much because you know we're not really in control of, of all the media but like the problem is it's just who like is the, in control of all the media you know? <laughs> who is it Amy. the people that, that i'm with her shirts obviously that's obvious who. obviously <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's just like they, people don't like the low iq forced like here's my politics i'm just gonna shove it in your face for five minutes people don't like that i mean whether it's like in yeah. youtube videos whether it's in like cartoons or what have you or movies you know when the character like looks towards the camera winks at you like here's my political message are you getting it are you getting people just don't like that shit yep yep most people who want to insert political messaging into their creative works aren't competent enough to do it unfortunately well like look at dune for example dune is like extremely political like dune is written around like um like like the the whole thing about dune is it's it's about space spice but it's really about oil and you know the the yeah. colonialism if you want to call it like that happens over in they, places they literally use the word jihad in dune yeah yeah do. like it but it's such a creative story and it's so and it's still like it's about space stuff i would argue it's more of like a fantasy novel than a traditional sci-fi just the way it's structured but like even still like if you want to take something as literal as dune and add like irl politics to it like it's still like you could there's ways you can do it clever like in a clever way that isn't just such a slap in the face where you have to think about what you're reading or what you're consuming like okay this is what this person this is how they view the world you know, and the, I, I appreciate I think most people appreciate that way more than having like a forced character, like insert forest gay or trans character, because we have to have it forced to be interesting just because we have like some shallow version of what we view these characters uh, as people like <laughs> there's ways you can go about it. 
you know, that's a lot more clever and a lot more subtle. Any of you, you know? watching any any interesting anime this season? What what should I watch? Got I don't know. I I just like, been watching Demon Slayer. As far as seasonal, I just been watching it. Demon Slayer. Wait, let, me, I really... let me ask you this. Let, let me let's do the opposite. What is the worst anime you've ever watched? Because I'm looking for uh, for stuff to watch. My fucking god! I, I'll tell you mm. one from this season that is just mm -hmm. absolute trash. That's that knows it's trash, that and that is one? it's terrible. It's it's a hentai anime. It's fucking oh. garbage. And somebody well, tried. Black? To, no, it's not Bible <laughs> Black. I'm talking about from this season. And somebody tried mm -hmm. to convince me that it was good. And I knew it wasn't going to be. And I watched the first two episodes and I'm like, no, this is fucking garbage. And it's called World's End Harem. It's based on oh, <laughs> Why the Last Man, but anime. The idea is this guy gets like <laughs> frozen in cryo sleep for like five years. And when he wakes up, there's this virus that's killed like 99% of all men. And so all they have left are women. And he's like, he like was in love with this chick and she was also a scientist, but she like disappeared in the time when he like was woken up from cryosleep, but he wants to save. And he's like a total fucking pushy, like, like a total fucking like pushover pussy piece of shit. And he's like, no, I, you know, I want her to be my first. I, I can't give, I can't give <laughs> it away until I sleep with her. And like, he's got this handler chick who kind of looks like the the chick that he was interested in and she's like trying to get him to like pick a female to sleep with because they have to like repopulate the species oh by the way he's like immune from the like male killing disease because of some like other disease that he had that just, just a bunch of words like thrown together that don't really make any sense and so the premise is that he's allowed to go and like try to find his childhood friend or whatever that he's like deeply in love with but every night she gets to send like the uh the, his manager chick gets to send him a different woman to try to seduce him to impregnate her and it's just the worst fucking pile of garbage i think i've ever seen it's so fucking bad interesting actually just watching like exclusively like perverted shit like terrible hentai if you want like a good laugh because like that's the kind of shit i used to watch when i was like an edgy teenager was like explicitly perverted shit just to like laugh at stupid shit i don't know or um i uh, i can't hmm i don't know like that if if me and flam could totally get bring back the drunk anime night um we should invite you watch shitty anime i don't know how it's gonna go as far as copyright because we used to just do it on d live and d live had a lot like looser rules when it comes to like their um copyright stuff their their whole rule was if you can find it on youtube you can play it um but now flam mostly just streams on youtube so i don't know how well that would work mm -hmm. but we should like he always has some really good ideas for like really shitty anime to watch or anything by like a. have you watched any of the cult anime like uh, made by actual as? cults um fuck oh. what no no what? i get what you're talking about yeah um, no, i haven't gotten around to it no i would watch that uh like anything that's made by like the weird japanese cult that um, came up. shinrikyo yeah um, shinrikyo yeah. or like there's like different divergence on um, shinrikyo where they make actual anime oh Kino oh. just replied to me where he's like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, a god awful shirt. God -awful. Is he still up on our screen? Oh no! <laughs> no, no, no uh, I, took it, I took it down there. That's that's funny. 
Put it back up. Put it back up. Canada Corner, if you're listening to this, uh, you need a... I know this is like four years ago, but up your fashion game. <laughs> go back in time and up your fashion game. There you go. Yeah, quit being a fucking... You literally look like a film nerd. Come on. Quit being so fucking nerdy. Um, but anyway... Your, sh- your shirt looks like a mattress, buddy. <laughs> it looks like a pea suit green uh, mattress. Like the same shit they use for like the exorcist. That kind of bright green, disgusting color. But on a mattress. Uh, let's see. Uh, Any more terrible anime I should uh, should watch? Bible Black. Is it here? I don't know. <laughs> Classic. Um, oh, you should read. Um, if you're okay with like uh, reading like stuff like hentai, uh, we talked about this last podcast with Jim. But there's what do you this mean one. If I'm okay with reading stuff like hentai, what, what do you think I am? Like a an Orthodox Jew? You're you're matching <laughs> beard. I don't know. So. <laughs> Some people get really weird about that, uh, but I'm very desensitized to it, but you seem to be too. But uh, there's this one called Emergence you should look up and read. Emergence is uh, fuck. Um, so here, I have to. Re- I'll, I'll, let me explain it. it. Let me explain it very succinctly. Just fuck my shit up, fam. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll uh, look that up. That's, uh, that sounds appealing. Yeah, let me see. Like it's hmm, Emergence. We get like a good synopsis of it, hentai. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like the degradation or metamorphosis, also what it's called too. It's got like two different names. Um, mm. But it's it's literally that it's the metamorphosis of an innocent uwu girl to um, mm. something that uh, is atrocious. And it's based the what he based it off of was actually, I think he lived in America for a minute and he saw how women over in America just fat. turn into like the worst, like the worst kind of roasties, you know, and. Uh, Mm. He applied that in a hentai, but it's def- it's definitely um interesting. I, yeah, I don't like I I I they, I know you guys like take the piss out of it because it's stuff I like, but I like to be shocked by things. I like to watch something new and different, um, no matter what kind of levels it is. A fucked up, but you know that's just me mm. personally. I know a lot of people don't like that kind of thing, but if it's something new it, that can excite me. It's some form of matter. That, <laughs> that kind of sounds weird, but no, literally, if it's something that, that disgusts me, that makes me happy, that uh, makes me excited. Um, if it's something like different, like even something like Emergence, where it's like explicitly fucked up, I will watch that because I just want to, like, as far as with me, a lot of anime is stale and boring. And I want to watch something that like is like a controversial piece of art that will get me sitting there and reading it the whole way through um another fucked up manga you could if you're you should get really into manga too um mm. if you watch a lot of anime because manga is um it's way more of an experimental medium than mm. anime will ever be yeah. because they can do it right um one of the what best mangas the i've ever gym, read what's the one the gym was talking about with the giant rape bugs what manga was that huh. i can't remember i really i don't know <laughs> that literally just sounds like a hentai just go, um, just go yeah. to his Twitter and, and just type in bugs and rape and you'll find it. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. Or um, Oyasumi Pun Pun, if you like watching, like, um, <laughs> I'm literally fucked up right now. Um, you know what the best anime ever, which you should watch? Mm-hmm. Charge Man Ken. The classic. Uh, Charge have, Man Ken. Have you ever watched Charge Man Ken? Have you ever heard about it? 
No, I haven't. Charge men can. Have you ever heard about it, Gator? I have not, but I just I, I googled it and I it see is, this guy holding back this this little girl who's got a knife. Listen, it is the it's like the room of anime. It's a god awful anime, like sixty episodes, each of them five minutes long, from the eighties, no budget, complete garbage, makes no sense. It is the biggest meme in Japan. They've been laughing at it for like two decades at how bad this thing is. No one understands oh, really? how this even made it to television. <laughs> hey, look, it's oh, spooky see, wave trash. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta pull you back up again. <laughs> it's just a little girl with a fucking knife. I did Let's have a um, I did have yeah. a profile pic of a movement version of myself holding a knife, so yeah. <laughs> it's listen, this thing is so fucking hilarious. The Japanese have a stage play about it. They fucking oh, made a play about how oh this is so insane. Let let me see if I can find maybe a funny clip of it. You can you can watch the entire thing on uh on YouTube at this point. A few years ago I looked for it and I couldn't find it. I could find like 17 episodes and some of them weren't even in English. But now they're, you know, let's watch an entire episode. I don't, nobody cares about the copyright of this thing, so I don't think you'll get in trouble. Let's see, let me find a good episode of Charge Man Ken. Hold on. Let me, let me find, hmm, which episode? Got, you know what, pick an, a random number between 1 and 44. Uh, 25. 25, okay. Episode 25 of Charge Man Ken with a sub. Okay, I'm gonna send you a link. Let's let's watch an episode together. I I don't even know if this is one of the good ones. Let's try it out. Okay, I posted it in general. Oh, if we're, if we're gonna, how long is the episode? Six minutes. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, I think Gator can probably pull it up and play it if yep, it's not copyright. It. I don't yep. think anyone cares about the copyright of this thing. Like the the people who made it basically disowned it. There's a good way yeah. I can scroll down and see. I, actually, there's like zero, nothing in there, so it, it's probably okay. Yeah, right. let's uh, let's give it a shot. Yeah, here we let's go. see which episode this in. There are a lot of great episodes. They're all great, but I want to expose the the guys here to a nice little episode of Charge Man Ken. All right, let's 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 teach the let's teach the audience a little bit about Charge Man Ken. Da, 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 da. The music is banging, first of all. This track is lit. I don't think anyone can deny that. Da, da, da. Makes me want to commit a Japanese war crime. <laughs> this is what they put One in the soldiers One wasn't enough. March. Exactly. It's blood burning. Yeah. By the way, his, all of his powers is that he has a gun. That is his power. Look, he's, he's in the Spin air. Zaku. They didn't draw a bank up. They forgot to draw the background in the fucking opening music. Chajiman. These are pretty good faces, face. I must say. Yeah. Turn it down a little bit. I want to talk over it constantly. There we go. Oh, oh, this one's a classic. This is made in the 70s? Yeah. 60s, maybe, even. <laughs> Emo Kid. 
Let me burn it all down. <laughs> Burning down. Hot topic. It's a this is the future. It's a brick house. How is this? What a single match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just it's Monkey Jones's final solution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good anime profile pick face. Burning Smug. down houses and woman beating. Welcome to Charge yeah. Man Can. <laughs> <laughs> this is Monkey Jones' origin story, isn't it? It yeah, is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are abusive, so I beat it, burned down houses. This is literally the plot. Whoa, wait, what? Whoa, hey, I came wait on a that minute. car. <laughs> Why'd you do that, buddy? I, I come in my car, my toy car. I love the movie Cars, too. I love it. <laughs> Burn even more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there are no sound effects. Oh, God, he's about to get picked up by Jeffrey Epstein. It does look like Jeffrey Epstein. Oh no! Oh god. <laughs> Only their mouths are like barely moving. Hanna Barbera animated more than this. It's true. Either burn down more houses or we'll call the cops on you. See you tomorrow night so you can burn down more houses. Burning down. Hot topic. We start the fire. Why do they need to make him burn down houses? He's already doing that. What the fuck is that thing? Oh yeah, that's Charge Man Can's robot. Oh, it looks like it looks fucking. Like... Looks like scuff Donald Duck. It's been so hard for me to burn down houses. Look at this. You're about to see the the most ingenious plan ever. Okay. I'm going to tell you where to pause because I need to explain the plan in a second, okay? Okay, so this is the next night. This is a classic episode, by the way. You've, we've picked a good one. Again, that music, always the exact same tune for 40 episodes. Let's get started. Okay, check this out. So they take him again. To, to burn down more houses. Now he uses a gun. He's burning down the house. Why did he has they bring Elon the kid? Musk flamethrower? Yeah, Elon Musk flamethrower. Why, why did they need the kid? Look. Weird. It won't burn. Now look what happens. First of all, stop. Stop it. Did you see the, the fucking kid standing next to them? It's yeah. Charge Man Ken. His entire costume is wearing a jacket over his spandex. And somehow they don't notice. <laughs> So they draw. <laughs> so they got this kid to force him to burn down houses, which he was already doing. So there was no need to burn him down. They bring him over at night to burn down another house. Then instead of having the kid do it, they burn it down themselves, which makes bringing the kid completely superfluous. And Charge Man Can tricks them by wearing a jacket. So keep playing. Now you'll see the bril the brilliant plan in a second. <laughs> Look, the houses aren't burning. It was actually me. <laughs> Your charge man can. It was me, Dio. Stop it! Stop the video! Stop the video! <laughs> Did you see what he said? 
I coated the houses in a special material to prevent it from burning. This is what he did. This was his plan. He went the night before and he covered the houses in flame-retardant material. Why not just take their gun away? Why not prevent them from trying to burn it down? What was the point of this? This is the most convo- the worst way of going about this. Couldn't you just stop them from shooting fire uh, at the houses? Why did you need to cover every house on the block? We need to watch this with Flamingo. Material? We need to get Flamenco on this. I think yeah, he would this love be this a good kind of shit. Oh, yeah. night. Me and you, me and you and Flamenco, Charge Man can watching party. Yeah. Okay, yeah. play it. Jerolians? Jerolians? Yeah, those are his main enemies. All they do is dress up as people and then try to kill people. And it's always them. They're his always the only enemy, and sometimes and somehow he's always surprised when it's them. Oh yeah, fucking Flamingo would love this kind of shit. Oh yeah. Down, 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 down. This is an animation. That, those were just photos. And what does VK stand for? No one knows. It just shows the, the letters VK on the screen. No one knows why. Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah. Take that. This pal. Ba, 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 ba. They didn't even color his hand. Did you see that? I did. They forgot the colors. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, some Charge Man can lore. His face helmet is the only thing that is impervious to the lasers, and yet they always shoot him in his helmet. And then he <laughs> murders them. The end. They just murdered them. That's it. I have the greatest superpower of all a, a gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> the entire show is this 10-year-old boy committing genocide. <laughs> Absolutely based. <laughs> and, and they watched him murder the aliens, and they're like, we're gonna be better parrots now. <laughs> yeah, if they don't, he's, he's gonna murder them too. <laughs> he burned down houses, call the police! <laughs> How is he absolved of his crimes? None of this makes any how many sense. How many people? How many people died? How many people did he kill? And he just yeah okay that's well your parents yelled at you a little so it's fine. And that's <laughs> you got it. That's scolded. an episode of Charge Man Ken. Yeah. Wow, I'm so inspired by how you murdered those people. I'm gonna be a better mother from now on. That was great. My son, <laughs> my son committed multiple homicides. Burn oh. down the house. But it's okay, because he learned his lesson. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, that was only six minutes, but it feels like there's a lot of things that happen within that six minutes. Like <laughs> yeah, every episode is like that. Every episode is like that. It's insane. Some of the problems with Charge Man can... They, and sometimes they forget to fill the color in the characters. Sometimes they, uh, there's a hair on the projector of the enemy, so there are multiple episodes where there's a hair in the corner of the screen just in the in the fucking in the shot uh there's one scene i remember where instead of animating a car driving they they put a piece of paper of the road and then they dragged a a paper cutout of the car across that road uh sometimes the uh the backgrounds don't loop properly sometimes the music doesn't loop properly uh no, nothing makes sense some of the characters don't even have names the plots doesn't the plot doesn't make any kind of sense. Sometimes they animate things backwards by mistake. 
for, for they don't have sound effects in half the episodes. It's complete lunacy. Amazing stuff. That's pretty great. Yeah. I think All that's right. a good place to to start to wrap up this episode because I don't think we can yeah, do I much better enough. than than Charge Man Ken and it's been about no one three can. hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I had to piss like a motherfucker. Holy shit. Me too. <laughs> well, you know, you could oh you you can't get a bottle. I forgot you're I'm a girl. (laughs) I would have to squat somewhere. You'd have to squat over a jar and then sell Gamer Girl pee. That's what you'd have to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, easy peasy. Well, it's been fantastic to have you on here. Go ahead and uh, plug your stuff. It's been nice. Uh, Yeah, I don't have any stuff to plug. Uh, Don't watch YouTube videos. They're awful. And uh, if you come to me, if you DM me on Twitter, I'll call you a racial racial slur. That's it. Some people are into that. Yeah, some people do love that. Yeah. Uh, but we we appreciate it, even though we had plenty of um, you know, not not okay jokes. We might have to censor some of that for a, a Spotify, yeah. <laughs> not kosher. Yeah, Look, we, very not. We kosher. should have we should have like the kosher patch. We have a fully Jewish man here that you know gives us the okay. Yep. You know, you have the K word pass and Holocaust jokes. You can also tell Holocaust jokes. I allow it. <laughs> should be good enough, but no. But anyway. That's- we appreciate it. We'll definitely have to get uh, contact with Flamenco. We'll have to bother Monkey Jones to make more quality content and to come on the Anime Boomers podcast to talk about One Piece. Everyone we should get Flamenco. Shirt. Yeah, we'll have to. If we do manage to somehow bully Monkey, which, you know what, we'll be nice to you, Monkey. Well, we will. Uh, we, we should get Flamenco on because I know Flamenco loves uh, One Piece, too. And, uh, you know. Me, just, Flamenco, just have... and Monkey just talking about fucking One Piece for like three hours. It'd be great. Be it great. would be yeah, great, yeah. Zero, 0.0001% of the show. You're right. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I, I do, I do want to ask you, since you are also yeah. a fellow Israeli, uh, mm-hmm. ask Nux Taco to come on our podcast. We don't really... Like, does he know me? I have no idea. Oh, well, yeah. If there's no. any really relation between me and him i'm not sure if i if we do have any relation then i'll, I'll ask I, him. I think he's um an ashkenazi jew because he's like a, a short and fat because he's a short chubby jewish guy and nux i know a lot of the ashkenazis are uh short and fat nope. unfortunately i don't know nux taku at all he doesn't know me either oh, yeah sorry. I, was... <laughs> I was hoping i was hoping that maybe there was like a all, all israeli jewish weebs all know each other that's funny <laughs> i mean hey it was a shot in the dark i might as well have taken it yeah. <laughs> It's a small okay, world over there, right? Yeah. Does he actually live in Israel? He did. Uh, he, um, well, I think he lives in the United States, but he had like a weird, uh, funny enough, banky problem because he had a, I think he believed he was living in Israel. So when he was trying to transfer money, it like looked really weird on YouTube's part where it looked like, why are you in Israel transferring like a million dollars over to the United States? That's pretty sussy. So, um, I, I, I don't really know the details of it, but it had something to do with those along those lines, and he couldn't get like a million dollars worth of money um, wow. transferred over to his account. Mm. So, Weird. but no, he he uh, he lives he lived in Israel. He is Jewish, like full full fledged Jew. Um, but I My think condolences. He... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a reason why he lives in the United States now. I, I assume so. <laughs> um, Raider. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, thanks, ECP, for coming on. Sh- you should stay here and get blown up by missiles with the rest of us. Fucking bitch. 
thanks for coming on easy peasy and on that note uh thanks for listening to the anime boomers podcast good night all right you guys can find us gator time down live we'll take you to youtube.com slash the gator gamer where most of these episodes are posted you can go to anime boomers live take you to anchor.fm slash anime boomers and animeboomers.live slash clips is our clip channel. It's also where you can find the episode. Just with smiling Mr. in your fucking breath at this point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just trying to burp during all of that. Uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash thegatorgamer where you can sign up and get access to early episodes and bonus content. You can also get it through the membership page, which is at youtube.com slash thegatorgamer. Anyway, I want to thank Easy Peasy for being on this episode. Spooky Weeb Trash with apologies to Monkey Jones and Kino's terrible terrible early clothing wardrobe and with that we will see you guys next time